0: This is the opening kickoff on the country's first FM all-sports radio station, 105.5 FM WNSP and WNSP.com. The latest sports, news, traffic, weather, and timely guests with Mark Heim and Lee Shermanian. The opening kickoff. The opening kickoff. kickoff. Here are Mark and Lee. All right,
1: all you doctors out there, we need your help. We need remedies, we need old wives tales, whatever. Bo Jackson needs our help. He's had hiccups for over a year. They've tried to scare him, tried to drink water. I'm assuming he's tried to hold his breath. And as you've heard by now, he's even tried to smell a porcupine's ass. I've never heard of that one before it going be hard to top that, but that's why we're relying on you guys over the next three hours right here on the sports station, WNSP and WNSP.com. we need to hear from all you folks out there in the medical field and, of course, all you guys that aren't in the medical field. We need to help Bo. Hiccups for a year. Can't even imagine. <coughs> hey, Lee.
2: Good morning. Did I ruin your opening? Not really. Uh, Bo, by the way, was asked about that, and... He said that's why he had to pass up going to the uh, Frank Thomas statue unveiling at Auburn due to hiccups. I was amazed when I saw that. I mean, every now and then you hear something like this, but to go for a full year, I don't think that's very, how should I say, safe, Hiccupping all the time like that. It's amazing that with all the, I'm sure, resources he has – that he hasn't found a doctor or anybody, not even a doctor, just anybody with a remedy. I saw that they uh,
3: did a study, and it might be a little early to mention this remedy, but this person had hiccups for four years, and they went to the doctor, and they massaged his rectum, <laughs> <laughs> and then the hiccups immediately went away. <laughs> good, good and to then know. like a month later, they came back. Ah, uh, that's funny.
1: And just when I thought smelling the ass of a porcupine was was the most uh, extreme measure, and hey, at least that at least the massage therapy worked, right? Yeah, short term relief. I could see the commercial for that.
2: But All right, so we're gonna need some help here. Bo knows, or thought he knew.
1: Seriously though, there's got to be some like some serious like. Health issues that come with having for a hiccup, I would think year. so.
2: I would think so. It can't be good for your heart, stomach. Nope. I mean, how know, about eating too?
1: It, with your med- in the, according to medical news today, hiccups that last longer than 48 hours, the person should contact a doctor and then they can prescribe some sort of like muscle relaxers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Dude, when a year, I'm assuming they had to try the muscle relaxers at some point, right? Within yeah. a year, and that didn't work.
3: I mean, if you're canceling
2: appearances, then it's, it's really serious. Bo uh, revealed this as uh, there was a lot of comments made uh, at the Celebrity Golf Tournament up there in Birmingham for the uh, Champions Tour. Uh, Greg Byrne talked—first time Greg Byrne has talked about the um, drama at Alabama surrounding the firing of Brad Bohannon. Charles Barkley was in his jovial mood, and Hugh Freeze— I didn't see anything. Oh, that's right, because Nick Saban's not there. So obviously there was nothing with Nick Saban. So they had quite a few celebrities that we follow, and hopefully we'll have some comments uh, from – we will during the course of the next three hours.
1: You know, I, What's great about this event is it's really put itself on the map in terms of having access to SEC personalities. We talk about spring meetings kind of taking kind of the wind out of the sails of – sec media days because by the time you get to sec media days all the things that you'd want to talk about were already mentioned at spring meetings i would say the same about the region's pro-am now the region's pro-am has been a great opportunity to get access to guys at a time where people are starving for college football news it's been as good if not better than some of those events because they're all in good moods they're all it's all very casual and you get some great stuff from so many people you know, Bo Jackson's medical condition notwithstanding. It's been a fantastic event for the SEC.
2: Some of the uh, headlines, I think uh, more than a few people surprised that uh, Bob Huggins did not get fired by West Virginia in the aftermath of the anti-gay slurs he made on a Cincinnati radio station. In fact, they reduced his salary by $1 million, which is not going to leave him hurting. I think it's now down to $3 million a year. head coach of west virginia also i think that i know there's a suspension i heard maybe three game suspension and the so-called quote-unquote bobby knight zero tolerance uh so in other words if this came up again according to reports he would be gone but uh, he somehow some way saved his job I, i told you yesterday he was kind of an icon a legend in west virginia and uh, they're going to keep him on but again reducing a salary by one million dollars which i think the money is going to go to help uh let's say charities along the way uh and and he's also got to go to sensitivity training i could just imagine bob huggins and sensitivity training if i you can't, know anything about him there's just no way
1: i can't wait to see what opposing student sections come up well, with during the course of the year
2: according to amy on the overnight show west virginia's Uh, among any campus has the most transgender student body in america so you may be onto something we'll see what happens but uh, greg byrne did talk uh yesterday they finally corralled him he had not talked about the uh firing brad bohannon and he said to his knowledge to his knowledge as the investigation continues no alabama a uh, student athlete has been involved in gambling, but you know, Mark. The, the more I think about it, you know, we we ran the story about Iowa and Iowa State. I'm sure that all around the nation, there's athletes on this online gambling, FanDuel, DraftKings, whatever. They just, you know, who's gonna who's gonna be out there that's going to be investigating this or bringing this to the attention? So, and I'm not saying any of the Alabama baseball players. I don't know. Uh, I don't. Uh, have any idea but Byrne says to his knowledge nobody has been you know let's say finger pointed as being involved except for Bohannon and then he went on to say a long dissertation about gambling and you know where, where things stand now with the gambling and the NCAA and he gave this long expose and and so forth but um and he also talked about some of the you know some of the things going on at Alabama which obviously haven't been too good on his watch um Some of the other things, of course, we talked about the schedule, the NFL schedule. Uh, We'll get into that more later on today, but more so tomorrow because the full schedule comes out today. And I think you pretty much covered everything. The only thing that was added was the uh, first game ever on Black Friday. And that's the Dolphins and Jets. They're actually going to go on a game on the uh, day after Thanksgiving, which is usually a college football day.
1: Yeah, uh, actually, as of four minutes ago, the Chiefs will play the Lions to open the season on Thursday, September 7th. Oh, that's Uh, so there you go.
2: It's not a thriller.
1: Uh, Chiefs and Lions will kick off the NFL season on a Thursday night. How about that? The
2: uh, Lions getting prime time. Yeah, that that is very rare. Uh, the very, very fighting Stephen Roots. The um Chiefs, by the way, will be going to the White House June fifth. They have been invited as a Super Bowl champ. Last year's champ did not go. Chiefs are going. Uh, big concern in the Lakers' Golden State game is both the Knicks and Golden State staved off elimination on their home court, forcing game sixes tomorrow night. But Anthony Davis had to leave the game with an elbow to the head. According to reports, like I said, according to reports, he did not suffer concussion uh, and his status not really known for tomorrow night's game. Obviously, the Lakers need him if they're going to win a game six. But a real surprising stat in the game yesterday, Draymond Green had 20 points in the game. It is the first time since 2017 that Green has posted back-to-back 20-point games in postseason. And when he gets 20 or more over the years, whether it's regulation or postseason... Golden State is forty three and ten. He had a huge game. Curry didn't shoot well, but he led the team in scoring with twenty seven. And a team that really didn't shoot well, the Chicago Bulls, they were atrocious in the first three quarters, couldn't hit anything, and the Knicks were able to win that game in force game six. The Heat yeah, the Heat didn't shoot well.
1: Uh all right, so we got a lot going on here. Uh we got a great lineup for you today as well. Um Ronaldo Jackson over at LaFleur, he the football coach. He's going to join us at 6.30. I'm sure you've seen by now. Stadiums are up, guys and girls. Brand new stadiums. It's a very cool time for high school sports or high school football in our area. We have another, your final chance at some South Alabama baseball tickets today. Uh, we'll do that in hour number one, give you guys a chance early in the morning to, to win some, uh, some tickets. Paul Feinbaum will join us at 7 o'clock. Eli Goal set for 7.30. And um, well, I'll let you announce. You you did the you get you did the heavy lifting. Who's joining us at eight
2: o'clock today, Lee? Defensive coordinator at Alabama, Kevin Steele, who will be a guest speaker at the Team Focus event next Tuesday night. Very very rare to get permission to get an Alabama assistant coach on at any time, and we really haven't had it. Now we, I think one time we did don't remember who it was. He came on because he was going to be the uh, guest speaker at an event here in Mobile, whether it was Larsh or Team Focus. I just don't remember. Most of you know that uh, Nick Saban has been the guest year after year, but because of another commitment. So Kevin Steele will talk. He's been hired as the defense coordinator's third go-round with the Crimson Tide. All right.
1: Uh, and then at 830, we'll talk some uh, NBA with Ian Thompson. So we got a lot going on. We'll throw out some Chick-fil-A for you as well. So it's a Thursday edition, we're just getting started You guys can jump in We need remedies for hiccups We gotta help Bo We gotta help Bo He's tried everything, well not everything Because I thought he had tried everything When he mentioned that he smelled the ass of a porcupine That's a direct quote by the way I didn't know that was a remedy Nick doing the in-depth research That he found There is something that will Provide Temporary relief in more than ways than one, apparently. But first comes your scoreboard, your traffic, and your weather. Then your phone calls at 694-1055. It's a Thursday edition of the opening kickoff. We're all here in the studios, just getting started.
4: This is Joyce Potter, bench coach of the Houston Astros, and you're listening to WNFP.
5: staff we tell our student-athletes when you're at alabama that light is bright and when they make a mistake a lot of people are going to be paying attention to it we, we're very fortunate for the passion of, and the enthusiasm of our fan base it's one of our
6: absolute strengths but that
1: comes... all right welcome back in 622 uh, i believe that was alabama a.d greg Byrne yesterday at the regents program in birmingham his first comments at least publicly since uh, the Alabama baseball gambling scandal, I guess we can classify it as a gambling scamble, sc- uh, scandal.
2: Any time a and coach a gets fired, for sure. And he was asked directly, "Were any student athletes involved?" And Byrne says, "To my knowledge, no." The investigation continues.
1: Uh, you guys can jump in. By the way, I I went to fact. Not that I don't trust Nick. It's that I don't tr- I don't trust Nick. So I did fact check his his uh. His comments about a remedy for hiccups, and it does indeed look like a rectal massage uh, does provide temporary relief. Unfortunately, when you Google such things, it also shows you or tells you how to (laughs) (laughs) how to give a rectal massage. So if you're really that interested, I, I suppose you can ask me in the app, and I will share that information with you. You'll
3: so step-by-step. There
1: are just some things you don't need to know in life, and I'm pretty sure, unless my name is Bo Jackson, I don't need to know that.
2: Hey, the uh, other thing we wanted to talk about, too, DraftKings coming out with their over-under.
1: And there's the pivot.
2: Yes, the, to uh, SEC. You don't want to talk
1: about rectal massages?
2: Probably not. No, I don't.
1: They, it has some medical benefits. Could help millions of people out there with
2: Well, I'll tell you what. Why, d- why don't you give them, your, since you're an expert on this, why don't you give your number out and they can call you off the air? How's that?
1: All right. Uh Let me see what your number is here.
2: <laughs> two five oh, you one. don't even know it yet? <laughs>
1: no, you see, because remember, in phones you can put names in. I see. See, I type in Lee.
3: Or maybe I... Get I that I number out. If you need any info. If you need any info. On the massages.
1: 251-
2: I'm not the one telling people does how to does go start about with a it. Seven?
3: It does start with a seven. All
2: right, <laughs> 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 anyway, anyway.
3: guys, only six more numbers to
2: guess. You can do it. DraftKings <laughs> sportsbook yeah. over/unders. Yeah. You want to do some now or hold off? Do I have a choice? No. It, why are you asking me? Georgia, <laughs> eleven and a half. Are you asking
1: me whether or not I, I would go the over? That's over-under? the way we
2: do it. Yeah, that's uh, that's the way we do it. I know you can't get your mind off the posterior, but try to. It's
1: not really ne- specifically <laughs> if you're being accurate, it's not the posterior, it's the r- the rectum.
2: All right, the rectum. Sphincter.
1: Yeah. Those are words I didn't think we'd say in the first two segments here. <laughs> God bless Bo Jackson. And 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 the porcupine. Uh, Over. Oh, you're going over. <laughs> I'm looking at the schedule. Actually, uh, I mean they're 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 going to be favored. This is this is the Alabama argument that you have every year this this time of year, right? They're going to be favored in every game, so I think you have to go over.
3: Um,
1: this is a regular
3: season only. This doesn't yeah, count this is, SEC. This is correct.
1: And I just don't. Other than I mean, they have the game at in Knoxville, which might prove to be a potential hurdle. Uh, but other than that, uh, I think people. It's just like Alabama every year. Uh, people are blaming them for not having a really tough non-conference schedule. Uh, they're going to be favored in every game, so I think you have to go over.
2: I'm going under. Ooh, so they're losing. Who are they losing to? I don't know, but I'm just thinking I, they don't have they don't come back with an established quarterback or anybody who's had appreciable action. I'm just not look. Georgia's going to have a really good year, but uh, and their schedule is very favorable. I just don't see them going 12 and 0. It's hard to pick a team to go 12 and 0, so I'll go under on that. Probably give them 11 wins. Not that hard. I did it. you didn't guarantee it. I did not. Do we have a phone call? We do. All
1: right, let's see if this is about hiccups or football. Go ahead, caller. Welcome to WNSP. What's up, Mark? You got Elvis here, buddy. How's it going? Hey, Elvis, what's shaking? Hey, uh, I didn't go to medical
7: school, but I did used to get hiccups pretty regular. Okay. And, uh, something that has never failed to stop them, for me anyway, is to take a spoonful of sugar, okay. like a pretty good heaping heaping spoonful of sugar, and just swallow it, and it stops immediately. So I don't know. We'll get In that. No, yeah, always worked for me many many
1: times. Appreciate Elvis. We'll have to send. That. We'll have to get that to Bo. A spoonful of sugar. Yeah. All yeah. right. Very good. Hey man, thank you. All right. I'm gonna write that down. We, were, I did, we weren't sure where that was going because we were talking about <laughs> all sorts of areas of the body, but there you go. All right, a spoonful of sugar, Lee. M- write that one down. All right, so if, if George is not losing or is losing, what do you think about Alabama in their Ten, ten and, and a half. half
2: Tricky because I was looking at 10 wins for sure. I just think that Alabama's going to rebound with all the stuff that's being said that I – I, I still think they have it in them. Again, no experience, really, at quarterback. Two coordinators. I'm going to give them 11 wins this year so far, but wow. I could change that. But I, and that's a stretch. I, I because they do have a tougher schedule than Georgia, but I'm going to because of the the success that Nick has had. And I just I don't know. They they don't come into the season like they were last year. Last year everybody all oh, like undefeated, Bryce Young, but and they don't have that going for them. They don't have a pizzazz going for them. the, the quarterback, but. I just think that because that's the element to me that Nick is like, okay, you don't think uh, I'm going to get it done, and you think I'm no longer really, really good? I'll get it done. I just have that feeling.
1: So you're Eleven. just like 180 on, on both yes. scenarios. Yes. I I'll give him so sc- 11 wins, but I don't I know like like they're going spe- to lose I, I like your new
2: glasses. Thank you. Are those crimson rims? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm going under. I'm going under. I think Texas— I think Texas is coming for him because oh, I think Texas A&M is coming for him. Tennessee's rolling in with a lot of uh, a lot of confidence, um, and that's not saying they're going to get beat by uh, by those teams. I'm just saying they're co- they're playing with uh, some confidence that those teams haven't had in the past, um, especially Texas and Tennessee.
3: Certainly
2: uh, not Texas A&M playing with a lot of confidence. I mean, this is the
3: worst quarterback situation Nick Saban's had in what six years? I don't know if worse but the the biggest unknown maybe at quarterback might be a winner. I mean it's definitely to worse than Jalen, Tua, Bryce Mac. Okay.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, when we come back uh, we're going to talk some local football continue your comments in the app. What's the remedy for hiccups? We gotta help Bo. A spoonful of sugar gotta vote. Rectal massages gotta vote. <laughs> And Bo Tried Porcupines. Stay with us. It's the opening kickoff.
5: Life's not easy. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's an unrealistic expectation if you think you're not going to have four quarterbacks. and. Obviously, uh, TJ leaving, we had to get another one, and I'm not going to go into the season, nor will uh, next year or the year after. I mean, we're going to sign four quarterbacks, and every single year it's going to be a competition. So if we can't handle that, then at any position, at any team, I mean, uh, I don't think we're the only team
6: that's taking
1: Hey, that's Auburn coach Hugh Freeze yesterday at uh, the Regents Pro-Am up
2: there in Birmingham. Uh, he's
1: playing big boy football now. He said, we're going to compete every year.
2: DraftKings gives them six and a half over under. Mm. I'm going over. You're going over. I'm going to seven. I just think he's going to have a winning season. By the way, one of the quarterbacks they looked at before they settled on the Michigan State transfer was Casey Thompson, who left Texas, then went to Nebraska. He has decided, and he did visit Auburn, he said, He's going to Florida Atlantic. And one of the reasons is because Tom Herman was his coach at Texas. Six and a half. I think I'm going under.
1: I think as of right now, I like him over UMass, Cal, Sanford. They're dropping AM, Georgia, LSU, and Ole Miss. I think they get Mississippi State and Vanderbilt and New Mexico State. I think they get the six. Maybe, maybe they get Arkansas.
2: They get the 4 on non-conference wins, okay? Their toughest looks to be, like, California, if and I don't know how tough that is. So that means they only have to win three conference games out of the eight. You just mentioned Vanderbilt. and m
1: Georgia, LSU, Ole Miss,
2: Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, and Arkansas. Yeah, I think they'll win at least three of those. All right, uh, we've had some uh, good local no- good local stories coming out this week and and among them the dedication of new high school stadiums lafleur being among them ronaldo jackson's the head coach at lafleur they had the dedication yesterday they have a spring football game coming up this saturday ronaldo good morning how are you today hey
8: good morning lee how you doing man wonderful
2: thank you Uh, how did it go with the dedication
8: Man, the dedication was beautiful, man. It it was great for the community. Uh, We had our stakeholders out, central office reps, man. It was just a great day for Tolmanville as a whole.
2: Talk about the stadium, the amenities, and how this is going to benefit your program.
8: Man, the stadiums are definitely first class. Uh, uh, Superintendent Gill in Mobile County, they they definitely didn't leave any uh, corners unturned, man. The stadium is first class is beautiful. I think those that come out to the game are going to be very impressed with the facilities they can stand toe-to-toe with some of the best around uh, in this area. And, uh, man, just the impact that it'll have will uh, spill beyond football because uh, we'll have community events in the uh, stadium. We'll have spring sports that take place in the stadium and uh, also opportunities for our feeder middle school to hold some of their games in the stadium.
3: You
1: know, I, I think you, you hit the right word there with community because it's just a sense of ownership there, right? It's yours. It's it's the community's. Like, there's a pride that goes into that. I mean, I, I seeing some of what that stadium, look, I mean, I, I don't want to have some of my classes during the day out there. I just want to – it's like having that new toy that you're being asked not to play with now until later in the at Christmas night. Like, you just want to get in there and get going. Absolutely,
8: man. It was very tough to walk past it every day um, as they finished it up, man. Just looking over there knowing that one day, um, you know, we would be the first team, the first coaching staff to defend uh, that home stadium on behalf of LaFleur and this community, man. It was definitely like uh, Christmas and your present being under the tree.
2: Ronaldo Jackson's the head coach of LaFleur. So tell us about the big event coming up on Saturday.
8: Oh, man, we are extremely excited, man. We have partnered with Blunt to bring the first uh, edition of Spring Coming Classic. And the whole um, concept behind it is to bring homecoming to the spring. And next year we look to expand with some additional schools. We have a joint FCA rally uh, with Blunt. Uh, It'll be tailgating. It'll be be just great to bring back the rivalry of Blunt and LaFleur, man. We're excited to see um, how our kids have improved in electric atmosphere. And we'll be the first game uh, in, in, in one of the new stadiums, man. So we're looking for a packed house and a, a, a great uh, performance.
2: So give us the uh, format for the game, and what time are you planning to kick off? Uh,
8: the kickoff will be at 5.30, um, and, and the first half of the game will be played uh, like a traditional regular season game. And then uh, we'll have a quarter with our young guys, and then we'll bring the varsity back to finish the game. So it'll be very close to uh, a full fledged football game. Let's try to uh, evaluate what we got and uh, what we need to work on this summer. What
2: kind of a team do you have this year, Ronaldo?
8: Man, uh, we have a very very young team. On last year, man, we almost played them. A- a varsity schedule with a JV team. And I think that's going to greatly benefit us um, because we'll be starting primarily out of 22 starters, I would say, about uh, 15 to 16 freshmen and sophomores. So uh, it's a great time for LaFleur. Uh, We're laying the foundation that should be a group of guys that play together for a long time.
2: There are many coaches who have opted not to play anybody else on Let's say a uh, spring football; they just have their own scrimmage. Others are traveling and going places. Others have decided to just take the expanded July schedule. What prompted you to schedule blunt?
8: Well, two things, Lee. Uh, My my two uh, great mentors, Kerry Stevenson and Darren Scott. Man, they always um, raised me up under the belief of, you know, football is football. You, You you can't hide. You're gonna have to play games. The goal is to try to get better, and um, I think secondly, just with the amount of kids that we have, we don't have a very large team, so I don't think we can afford to, uh, with inexperience, I don't think we can afford to take off a spring and and show up in the fall and try to get better, so blunt man, Coach Nelson is a great coach, we know the team will be sound, so it's a good measuring stick for us to see if our kids have grasped some of the Improvements we try to implement this spring.
2: You said a uh, you don't have that many. What's the roster size now at? Uh, we're we're
8: up to about 45. Man, our goal is to stretch between 55 and 60 in the fall. Uh, we finished the season with 26 guys against Faith Academy last year. That was brutal. Uh, so we have those numbers up to about 45 now. We're gonna look to add about um, 20 kids or something.
2: You've been hitting the hallways trying to recruit. Yes, sir. We we found a couple of guys that
8: I think are going to help us this spring.
1: <laughs> Coach, congrats, man. It's an exciting time. Uh, congrats on the new facility. It's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun uh, to continue to follow, and, and we'll be in touch.
8: Yes, sir. Thank you so much, man, to both of you guys for everything that you do in the city for high school sports, man, and we really appreciate you. So thank you for having me on.
1: Absolutely. Have a great week, man. We appreciate it. All right. In the app, uh, Mark really hates Alabama, doesn't he? I hope he gets a rectal infection next time he has hiccups.
2: You want to borrow my crimson glasses?
1: Yeah. See, I mean, they stave off rectal hiccups, so apparently they're they're worth getting a pair. Uh, What did you say that makes people think you hate Alabama? I went on the I went with the under on the uh, on the what was it eleven and a half? Eleven and a half. half. No, ten and Uh, a half for Alabama. Uh, Just simply because I made this. First of all. It's May chill out. We're talking about over unders for the upcoming season with a team that as Le- as Nick pointed out has the worst quarterback situation it's had in six years. We talked about three teams that are gunning for him, two of which have a lot more confidence this year than they did last year. Um, and you got two new coordinators, one of which, you know, me being an Alabama hater, Lee decided to go ahead and get one on today. Kevin Steele's going to join us at eight o'clock. So,
3: man. What Chill out, guys. What SEC teams would you say are better than Alabama right now, this upcoming season? Georgia.
1: Does that make me an Alabama hater? Is that
3: it? That's the only one.
1: Mm, potentially Tennessee, I guess. I think. Mm. You know, it's what about
3: I- them losing Hinden Hooker? Yeah, that well, that's
1: just bother. it, right? So it's one thing to get to the top, but what do we know about Josh Heupel and his ability to keep keep a, a program like Tennessee on top? We always talk about how. It, the easy part's getting to the top, and that's not saying it's easy, it's easier, but maintaining that level of excellence is gonna be difficult. So that's why I hesitate to put Tennessee in that in that category. You know,
2: the one that really surprises me only because of their past, Florida. Who would have ever thought over under Florida, five and a half? That's right next to Vanderbilt. That's how the fortunes of Florida football have sunk. When you're trying to figure out, can Florida get to six wins? What's going on down there in Gainesville? (laughs) (laughs) They fell off.
3: The rhetorical question. Uh, Let's see. Florida's got Utah, McNeese,
1: Tennessee, and Charlotte. So you're looking at a three and
2: one start. Kentucky. More.
1: Kentucky. Wait, wait a a minute. You said a
2: three and one. Utah is going to be tough. Who else? They're going to yeah.
1: be Utah, McNeese, and Charlotte. And they're going to lose to Tennessee.
2: Okay. so and, Tennessee and I'm, and I'm not, g- Tennessee I'm and not giving them a win over Utah right now. You're not? Nope. Okay.
1: You're going to have them beat in Tennessee? Where's that game? That's in Gainesville.
2: They're going to win that. No. I don't have them beat in Tennessee. Right now. Again, when so I you get gotta down, go in two and two. Yeah, when I get down to the spring meetings, I may change. You get to talk to some of these coaches to see what they have. I don't know what Florida really has coming back. You know, they from a quarterback standpoint, they're shaky. They've brought in that Wisconsin uh, graduate student. Uh, I don't know how thin they are on the offensive line. Those are things that I, I just don't know enough about. But to see Florida at five and a half, incredible. I wonder what Steve Spurrier would say to that because uh, he d- when he was there it was like what 10 and a half 11 yeah. and a half yeah where's urban meyer at <laughs> fox. fox what club is he in
3: right now and how can we get him out of there and get him back down to florida yeah what you think they'd take him back i don't think he'd come back they might nah, be like you gotta w- bring tebow yeah to keep <laughs> you in line you
1: <laughs> if if and we know he doesn't want to get back into coaching he said that but if he did want to get back into
3: coaching. Would Florida or Ohio State take him back? No, mm. I think Florida would. I don't think so. I think they. M- I think he may have lost credibility and respect. But he. But he. he, he left the. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's true. But I don't think Florida would take him back. I so did Bob I don't Huggins.
1: think. He's still coaching.
2: Is he winning though? I yes. Don't even know. He's he? Yeah, he's sixty-nine percent winning percentage in basketball. It's pretty good.
1: What did he do this past year?
2: Don't know. They were in the NCAA tournament. I remember that. Well, that's pretty good. Huggins has been a winner. That's why he's still there. Let's see. West
1: Virginia. I'm just a googling machine. That's twenty one, twenty one, twenty two season. They were four and fourteen in conference, sixteen and seventeen overall. I'm assuming he had a better year last year. Scintillating radios. You sit there and stare at me as I watch. <laughs> As, as I'd look for it. <laughs> what
2: All right. are the other over-unders, Lee? Yeah, Lee, what are the other over-unders? Uh, did anybody give me Florida yet? Five and a half? Oh, you, wanna, you want an
3: answer? Uh, I didn't get the rest of the schedule. Okay, so Utah, McNeese, Tennessee, Charlotte. I'm going to say three and one. They're either going to beat Tennessee or Utah. They're going to surprise one. All right, one. Kentucky and Vanderbilt it might be five, 5 and 1 or 4 and 2. I'm going 4 and 2 at that point. South Carolina and Georgia. 5 and 3. No, nah, I think they lose both of this.
2: Is South Carolina good this year?
3: I uh, I don't know, but okay. Florida's they not. do
2: they do have in essence a quarterback that probably if could be very good or and that's Spencer Rattler's back. Had some very good games at the end of the season. Took them a while to get going. This, to me, could be the surprise team. They're six and a half over-under. So, I right now, it is very hard to evaluate South Carolina.
1: Spencer Rattler right. feels like that guy that's been in college now for like eight
3: years. Yeah. 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 Uh, All right, so let's call it four and four at this point. Uh.
1: So, I mentioned Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then there's Arkansas and LSU. Five and five. And then Missouri, Florida State. They may get Missouri. They're not going to get Florida State right I now. I mean, they might no
3: win six games, six or five games. And what was the line? Five, five and, a and a half. half.
2: I'm going to go over on Florida to six. You're going over. Yep. I just feel like a organization
3: that size and with that much history, I feel like they can't allow themselves to only
2: win. I five would say games. if they only win five games, Billy Napier would be on the so-called hot seat.
1: Bring back Urban, that's all I'm gonna say. All right, we'll get to some of these on the other side as well. I wanna tell you uh, about Medicare Insurance Advisors, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Founded back in 2012, the focus is being community resource for the senior market. They're centered around providing education and long-term support, not just a one-time enrollment meeting for anybody that's coming up on retirement. If you're 65 within a year, call Aiden Marks of Medicare Insurance Advisors. He's uh, local, knowledgeable. If you're confused, tired of nonstop solicitation calls, he can help you with your very unique situation because all situations are going to be different. Whether you have Medicare, need Medicare, maybe you have VA benefits, or maybe you are still got uh, health benefits through your job, he can help you. Give him a call, 463-0031, 463-0031. Aiden Marks, Medicare Insurance Advisors. Paul Feinbaum at 7, Kevin Steele at 8. Stay with us. It's the opening kickoff.
8: My name is Robert Brazil. I'm from the class of 2018 Pro Football Hall of Fame. You're listening to WNSP.
0: Look at them, Jaguars. Look at them, Jaguars. Love the way they play that game. Look at them, Jaguars. Scoring them home runs. Sunbelt's gonna be their fame. (laughs) South Alabama. Heart of the Sunbelt. What
1: do you think they sat there and they were writing that? They're like, all right, let's whisper the first part.
2: All right, Lee, this is it. Last time. Bottom
1: of the ninth. Two outs. Man on. Four tickets
2: for Mother's Day. Four tickets for the Jags, Coastal Carolina. That's their final regular season home game. So this is our final time to give away tickets. Call Nick 694-1055 and tell him, name the South Alabama player who's got the longest hitting streak in Jag baseball history. All right. It's 31 games, I believe. Name the individual. I will give a hint. He is from this area. He went to a local high school. Hmm. How about that? How about that? Yes. All right. uh, Our team of the day is bachelor service, serving the needs of Mobile and Baldwin County homeowners for over 55 years. During that time, uh, they've been installing and servicing home generators. They've added plumbing services. They offer energy savings agreements for air conditioning and generators and— Always, we talk about it, the $79 tune-up special for heating and air conditioning. They install Dykin heating and air conditioning equipment, and that makes uh, most of the technology advanced systems at a very, very affordable price point. So uh, we commend uh, Rick True and what he's doing out at Bachelor Service appreciate them coming on every thursday as our wnsp team of the day you can reach them there's a uh, number to get in touch with them and, and you can also go on their uh, website the uh, number very simply is 476-4321 if you want to take advantage of that 79 dollar per system tune-up special or you can visit them at bachelorsservice.com that's our team of the day bachelor service
1: all right nfl releasing a. Uh more and more on the schedule, the schedule release show tonight, but Christmas Day, Nickelodeon's got their uh, game back. It'll be Raiders and Chiefs on Christmas Day on Nickelodeon and on CBS, for those of you. It's a 7 o'clock game. It was open, It was announced today that the season will open Thursday, September 7th. Chiefs and Lions in Kansas City.
2: How about that? The Lions getting a primetime game to open up the season. I know they came on strong last year, and Probably their pick of Gibbs, that's what put him over the top, right? <laughs> that was the pick that got criticized the most going with a running back on the 12th pick. But, you know, that coach there it used to be with the Saints, Campbell, uh, he's done a pretty good job. And I know they came on strong, but, I mean, the Lions getting prime time, opening game. You know, when they were putting the schedule together, people are speculating, hey, the Chiefs will probably open up with, oh, I don't know, maybe the Eagles again. No, I didn't think that was going to happen. But a team that you would think for sure uh, has a very good chance to make it to the uh, Super Bowl. So I think that's going to raise a few eyebrows. But the fact of the matter is this is a team that I say rarely, never, Never gets prime time like that, and especially to open up this season. Good for them. Good for the Lions. I know our guest tomorrow is going to be probably very happy about it, Jim Nagy, being a Lions fan.
1: Uh, There's also speculation that they're going to have uh, a Bengals-Bills kind of rematch. Um, The whole DeMar Hamlin thing will be revisited. not sure if that's all that necessary. Uh, but I'm going to keep... That's one thing I am looking... I'm, I'm going to keep an eye out for. Uh, there's been some talk about uh, those two guys, or those two teams getting back together.
2: The, the In the same location, the too, NFL's I NFL's amazing. Like, from... Like, they, they started... I mean, how... Usually when schedules come out, it comes out all at once, NBA schedule, Major League Baseball, and they just issue it, you know, as a release. Not the NFL. They've got seven networks that are releasing... Dribs and drabs of the schedule. And now you've mentioned, we've mentioned two of the Christmas games. They're having three. You mentioned the one on Nickelodeon. We mentioned one yesterday Eagles and the Giants. And their big special is tonight on ESPN 2, a two hour special. Yet, most of the stuff's probably going to be out by then. And
1: I've made this very clear about holiday games. I want games on, I just don't want my team on. I know that sounds counter to what most people would think. But I love watching football during the holidays. Thanksgiving, Christmas, it's great, right? Give me an NBA. Just don't give me my team because I want it I want it to be a compliment to my holiday. I don't want it to be my holiday.
2: Well, the Saints, I don't think right now you have to worry. I haven't heard them mentioned at all. Now, they'll get a primetime game, but things have changed up. For instance, on Thursday night, it was always like you could only be on once. Now, because of the so-so schedule and the fact that some of the games were duds now you can get on as many as two times on a thursday night game although i would think most teams don't want to but they have no choice so uh, every team will be on prime time at some time with monday night football thursday night football black friday christmas day and so forth but right now that's what surprised me about the lions that they get this game to open up the season with kansas city I haven't heard yet anything about the Saints uh, being off that traditional se- Sunday uh, one, o- 1 o'clock or noon start. But they'll, they'll get it. They'll get a couple of games in there. But not as many as they used to when they had Breeze at quarterback.
1: When we come back, uh, Paul Feinbaum will kick off hour number two. We'll ask him the important questions. How do you ward off hiccups? Among other things the over under the over unders are out for the regular season for uh, a lot of the SEC teams um, Auburn sitting at six and a half for those just joining us Alabama at ten and a half Georgia at 11 and a half uh, in fact um, Not all teams have their over unders out but other than Georgia and Alabama The only other double-digit win totals out there for the regular season Florida State, Michigan, and Ohio State. They're probably about 70. I think uh, FanDuel did about 70 teams. There's only five with double-digit win totals at this point. We'll get to it all. Eli Golan, hour number two. And Kevin Steele joins us at 8 o'clock. It's going to be a good one. Continue with your comments in the app. Uh, You can be listening to us on our app, Sound of Mobile app. Coming back with hour number two next right here on the sports station, WNSP. Number two here on a busy Thursday edition. Thanks for hanging with us. It's the opening kickoff. Mark Lee, Triple G, all in the studios at WNSP.
2: Some of the headlines, Bob Huggins uh, staying at West Virginia despite the anti-gay slur, but he has been uh, docked a million dollars in his salary and a suspension reportedly around, I've heard, three games. Uh, Also, uh, he has to attend sensitivity training. Also, uh, the Knicks... And Golden State Stave Off Elimination, each winning Game 5. Now we bring in our special guest at 7 o'clock on Thursdays, Mr. Paul Feinbaum from SEC and ESPN. Good morning, Paul. How are you this morning? Good morning, guys. Did you get anything out of Greg Burns' comments relative to the Alabama uh, gambling scandal, which cost Brad Bohan in his job, anything he said that added new light to this?
5: Uh, no, and I spoke – I was with him yesterday. I was in Birmingham uh, at that golf tournament, uh, and I interviewed Greg after he played. I know he talked to the media before. And it was pretty much standard fare. Uh, what Greg was essentially doing yesterday was regurgitating a staff meeting on, on Tuesday that, that he had uh, Nick Saban participated in where they talked about five problems that had gone on in the athletic department. Uh, talked about the issues, talked about they're just a small percent, you know, one, less than one-half of one percent of all the athletes there. Uh, and in, in relation to baseball, he reiterated that he, he didn't see it coming. He told me uh, late yesterday afternoon, Lee, that he, uh, he he was a good coach. He related well to his players and he was completely blindsided. Uh, you can take that any way you want. I mean, I, I just took it as fairly uh, – standard athletic director speak
2: for sure hey i was just wondering had have you heard anything or did he allude to anything about brad Bohannon? because he fired him abruptly i mean it it was just no contest you know you're gone but the 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 bets that were placed down in ohio were they for on behalf of bohanan or was he just talking to somebody he knew and was helping or just giving him some inside information
5: well, it's never been reported or, or revealed who that person was, uh, other than the video evidence from the casino ha- apparently had Bohannon's name on on the phone. Uh, it, it's still, I mean the, the the story really stopped there, and I, I don't I, I don't know where it goes from here. And my early read is it's not going to go too far uh, that it was. It was just Bo Hannon, and uh, I mean, I, I think I that think the, the weekend series, though, with Vanderbilt speaks for itself. The fact that that team played a lot better than they were coached.
2: Yeah, it's interesting to hear that, too. Did you talk to Bo Jackson on a one-on-one?
5: I didn't see Bo. I, I interviewed uh, Hugh Freeze, uh, Barkley, uh, Kirby, um Commissioner Sankey, uh, a number of other people, but uh, I, I, I somehow was able to miss Bo.
2: Yeah. Hey, help me out on this. On the uh, DraftKings over under on Auburn, like uh, six and a half. After talking to Freeze, do I go over or do I go under?
5: I would go over. Uh, and I, I, I was able uh, to spend a good amount of time with him. Uh, we weren't live, late, so it was a little bit easier. Uh, we were able to talk both on camera and off. And, I mean, he, had, he, he admitted and acknowledged the gap between Georgia, Alabama, and everyone else. But he was very confident in what they were doing down there and, and felt really good about it. Uh, you know, he, he made some cracks about NIL that you would expect. Because he said it's a completely, it's a completely different world, and he, he left, left it in the SEC seven or eight years ago. But he said they're adapting pretty well, and uh, he really liked what they did in the portal.
1: Paul Feinbaum's our guest here on WNSP. Follow him on Twitter at Feinbaum. All right, your your wife is in the medical field. Did you have a conversation about Bo Jackson hiccups? And 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 did has she ever heard of a a a, a person with hiccups uh, catching a scent of a porcupine's backside? As as Bo pointed out uh, yesterday.
5: No, uh, I, in fact, I didn't speak to her. She's a she is a physician. Uh, and and hiccups are fairly common. Uh, There's a standard that you deal with them. But, uh, you know, I mean, one thing about Bo, he's always been on the – he's always been on the fringe. And I have played golf with him a couple of times and have been around him, obviously, since he was in high school. And when he says these things, I mean, Barkley could say something like that, laughing and joking. Yeah. Bo's actually serious. But Bo believes all this stuff. I mean, he does Bo Jackson does not live in the same universe that the rest of us do.
1: But, but hiccups for a year?
5: Uh, you would think um, you might get that checked out a little bit sooner, but uh, especially a guy with—I uh, don't know what he has—an artificial hip, an artificial knee. I mean, the guy's got a lot in his body that's not real.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, we did some research on our end. Um, apparently. And if you have small kids, turn this down in 3, 2, 1. Apparently, uh, there's a study done where uh, you can get temporary relief by uh, rectal massage, Paul.
5: Well, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll mention that to Bo the next time I'm yeah. listening
1: in the locker room.
2: Tell him the opening kickoff said, and yeah, and see how, how he reacts. Paul, you mentioned uh, Greg Sankey. Anything that came out of your conversation that you didn't know about? Anything new uh, as we look to uh, spring meetings in Sandestin?
5: He was very careful, but three weeks away from the conclusion of spring meetings, I still don't think we know which way this big issue is going in relation to conference games, how many we play. I think that is now... We, We thought the conference schedule was going to be the key in Destin. Now it appears that it is going to be whether there's eight or nine games. And what was real, and he, he, he did not say anything. I want to make it clear uh, because we mainly talked about a couple other things, knowing uh, what I knew and obviously what he knew. Uh, he knew a lot more than I knew. But uh, the ADs had a meeting last week, and the conversation was to determine eight or nine conference games. It was a given that it would be nine. It's no longer necessarily a given. Uh, And what's interesting is that Saban uh, and Alabama appear to have gone, after waving the flag for 15 years for nine games, uh, Alabama now seems to be uh, leaning toward eight, which is really a uh, If if indeed that happens, now it hasn't happened yet. This is just pure speculation, but that that would be a major shift.
2: Yeah, and would that be because of the teams that perhaps they would have to face each year?
5: Yes, uh, this is scuttlebutt. But Lee, what else can you get at a, at a golf tournament? Uh, the scuttlebutt is, and Nick Saban is very unhappy with uh, the three opponents that they have. Uh, obviously, you knew it was going to be Auburn, and uh, I think you assumed it would be it would be Tennessee. But I, but I don't think he he liked the idea of LSU being on there.
2: And, and you would think of any coach would be the most concerned. Hugh Freeze having to face Alabama and Georgia every year.
5: Yeah, I, I would agree, and I can't tell you how many times, uh, going back 10, 12 years, that Nick Saban was the only coach in the SEC saying we need to play nine conference games. Uh, and now, uh, why has he shifted? It was, it was no, it didn't get a lot of attention. Uh, Kirby Smart uh, made a sly comment about it, but Nick Saban was not at this golf tournament, and that's the first time. Since he arrived in 2007, that he has not played, and uh, I know he was in town on Tuesday, uh, but I, I believe that he is uh, uh, he is on vacation, and uh, I, I'm not certain. But uh, there was speculation that he's out of it, that he may now be out of the country. Uh,
1: Paul Feinbaum with us for another couple minutes. So you mentioned Greg Byrne earlier. At, at what point, or or does this? I guess it's a dark cloud over over Tuscaloosa here, especially the athletic department, the number of issues that he's had to deal with here recently, most recently with the baseball stuff. But at what point does this uh, come back on him? And does he you talk to him? Does he is is he um, is he aware of the potential blowback on him personally?
5: Uh, I can I can assure you he's aware of it. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he has missed some of the comments made here and elsewhere. Uh, that I can confirm. I can't confirm much else to you, but I can confirm that. I know that for a fact. Uh, I've known Greg a long time, uh, and I'm giving you just an observation here. But this this did not appear to me to be the same Greg Byrne that I'm used to. He was very uh, quiet. He's very reticent. Uh, Really concerned, uh, and and he really and, and it's understandable. He has he has had arguably the worst six months of his career, uh, and you're talking about a number of things that have gone wrong. Uh, forget, and I'm not I'm not really putting uh, Alabama not making the SEC championship or the playoffs on him. That's that's not that's not that bit is under him, but that's not really what I'm referring to. I'm referring to the entirety of the the Brandon Miller situation. Yeah isolated situations that have occurred with players, Uh, the fact that his deputy uh, athletic director the other day was arrested on domestic violence charges uh, and and ultimately the the Bohannon firing, which was his hire, uh, and that is easily the most important, the fact that that type of a scandal could uh, land, at or near his his doorstep. So yeah, I mean, what I, what I saw from him yesterday was a smart, well prepared, uh, athletic director, uh, literally reading from a script when he met with the media and repeating that in any other interview he did, including the one we had.
2: Paul, you're on four hours a day. You're on a lot of other shows. Uh, we're in a climate now where you you utter one slur, one ethnic uh whatever and and you're in hot water huggins the west virginia coach there's a couple of baseball announcers that have been grounded uh john anderson was called down because of a comment made by uh, to a, a hockey player who uh, is from a uh, i guess the uh, uh, dakota uh, tribe i'm curious do you ever? give much thought to this when you're on the air anymore i mean do, the, is it different than when you first started out uh, as far as being more careful or reticent to say certain things
5: well the world has changed a lot lee uh, and, and what you might have uh, said years ago and without was with not was not malice but just say say inadvertently now is is, is a lot more uh, important because of the the mediums that we have disseminating all this information. Yeah, it, it, if you sit, if you sit in front of a microphone or behind a microphone uh, or look into a camera any day of the week, you better be concerned. And I'm always I'm always thinking about it. And not only uh, am, am I thinking about what I say, as you guys well know, you do a talk show. You, you, we are uh, equally concerned about what is said by the callers because there are certain things now that could have passed years ago that simply will not will not pass now. Uh I I I think every case is a little bit different. When somebody says something completely inadvertent and it comes out the wrong way, and, and I've I've been there before and I know you guys probably have as well. I'm a little more sympathetic than to someone who has a, a forty year track record of being a bully, uh of saying insensitive uh and offensive things like Bob Huggins. I mean I, I that, that whole situation was was outrageous. Uh he should have been fired. Uh, I mean, he, he, he knew what he was saying. He was purposely saying things. He was castigating a religion. He was castigating people people's uh, activities uh, and behavior. And, and, and he, he, he didn't just accidentally say it. He he said it over again, over and over again, uh, and with malice.
1: Paul, we always appreciate the time, man. I'll say this about the Regents prime, and I, I, I would think that you would agree. You know, we talk about certain things on the calendar. We always, you know, we always look to SEC uh, meetings, right? SEC media days. We've said that the spring meetings tend to kind of take their thunder away because it's another opportunity to get these guys in a very uh, relaxed atmosphere and all the topics that we normally talk about. it uh media days is usually taught uh, or talked about at spring meetings. I'd say the same thing about Regions Pro-Am, man. It's a great opportunity to get a lot of SEC-type personalities in a very relaxed atmosphere. A lot of content there. It's been great for the state. It's been great for the league. Uh, I know it's been great for shows like yours and ours.
5: Yeah, it really has. What, 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 uh, we're, what, we, were, uh, we have a softball tournament uh, yesterday and today, so we weren't on uh, television, but we'll be we'll, we'll be back tomorrow. The interview we did with Kirby Smart was interesting because right as Kirby was walking up, Barkley showed up and said hello to me. And and I'll ask you guys, and I realize we're out of time, what do you do when you're supposed to interview the the top coach in the SEC and then the biggest personality in sports media shows up? Well, the answer is you talk to both of them at the same time, and it was pretty funny.
1: It's great stuff. Hey, Paul, uh, appreciate the time, man. Wish we had more of it. Uh, We'll talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. Thank you, guys. Yep. Paul Feinbaum, ladies and gentlemen. All right, scoreboard traffic and weather next. Uh, Eli Gould at 7.30. Kevin Steele at 8 o'clock. The opening kickoff continues right here on the sports station, WNSP. Hey,
5: this is Jimmy Ripple
7: from the Gator Boys, and you're listening to WNSP on 105.5.
0: I've had the hiccups since last July and I'm getting the medical procedure done the end of this week I think to try to remedy it but I'm busy at the hospital sitting up with doctors poking me and shining lights down my throat and you probing me every way they can to uh, find out why I got these hiccups so that's the only reason that I wasn't there. Have we figured it out? Hell no. Mm-hmm. I have done everything, it me, drink water upside down, smell the ass of a porcupine. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> all right, all
1: you medical experts out there, we need to help Bo give us some remedies. We got a call earlier today, apparently a spoonful of sugar, literally a huge just chunk of sugar. Uh, I'm assuming... To ingest, not to not to stick anywhere. But if you guys have remedies, hit us up in the app WNSP.com.
2: Used to be one was paper bag. Remember that one? Way way back. Yes. The paper bag. Something about a glass of water. I, I'm I'm trying to go on memory. Whenever I had the hiccups, these were things that were. And cool. for
1: the those big. listening, he said paper bag, do not n- not a plastic bag. Do not oh put gosh. a plastic bag over your head, well, please. Good point. There's your PSA for the day.
2: All right. You're uh, you're welcome, people. We have not gotten a winner yet. I want to give away those four tickets for Mother's Day for the Jags, Coastal Carolina. One more time, who is the uh, South Alabama player with the longest hitting streak ever, 31 games? He went to the same high school as Nick Wiggins. So I don't know if that helps. Uh, The other day, well, actually, this has to do with um, mobile oral and facial surgery in an indirect way. Uh, twins infielder kyle farmer missed 25 games following oral surgery after taking a 92 mile an hour pitch to his face april 12th if you have any kind of accidents like this or anything that comes up i suggest you give chris dr christopher mullinex and his office mobile oral and facial surgery a call immediately at 471 3381 they're located at uh, 5- 715 downtown or boulevard they specialize in jaw surgery facial surgery things like wisdom teeth i understand according to dr mullinix that when after graduation he gets more and more people coming to him especially from high schools uh wanting the wisdom teeth out dental implants of which i certainly have quite a bit of experience and i highly recommend their office for their professionalism they're very personable they get you in and out without a lot of waiting time and the following day for me anyway for me no pain very little discomfort
1: When we come back, Eli Gold, the voice of the Crimson Tide, set to join us. Kevin Steele, the Alabama defensive coordinator, will join us at 8 o'clock. Continue with your comments in the app at WNSP.com. And, of course, you can catch us on the Sound of Mobile app. Plenty left here. It's halftime of the opening kickoff. Mark Lee and Triple G right here on the Sports Station WNSP.
5: not possible when you have that many people combined together, but I also am very proud of what we're doing as a department, and I, and, and I think our fan base is proud, and our, our kids should be proud, and our coaches and staff should be proud, too, but we need to continue to educate and grow on what we do.
1: 732, that's the voice of Alabama Athletic Director Greg Byrne. He was in uh, Birmingham for the Regents Pro-Am. Welcome back in the opening kickoff, Mark and Lee, right here on the sports station, WNSP and WNSP.com.
2: All right. Uh, that's, uh, as you mentioned, that was the athletic director. Now we shift to the voice of the Crimson Tide football program, Mr. Eli Gold. Eli, welcome to uh, WNSP's opening kickoff. Good morning. How are you today? I am well, gentlemen. How are you today? Very good. Hey, let me be start out. Uh, we're, we're expecting uh, Kevin Steele to join us at 8 o'clock. He's going to be one of the featured speakers at Team Focus. This is his third go-round with the Tide. Have you had much contact with him over the years since you've been broadcasting? Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah, we have. A nice guy. Knows his game. Knows the business. Yeah, I, I I won't say that we've been, you know, close, close. We don't go out for, for meals or anything like that. But yes, he's, he's a good man. He's been around and uh, uh, he's a good man.
2: You mean you never invited him to that restaurant you once owned?
4: No, and everybody had an invitation to that one. If they chose to take it, they could. But no, he—he's uh, he, a good man. He, uh, you know, he—he he, he deals with people well. I thought uh, he did with me. So, yeah, you'll—he's—he's um, he's a good speaker too. So the folks who are heading to uh, the functional really hear a good uh, presentation. I'm sure.
2: You know, when I was doing football games, I relied a lot on the coordinators for my preparation. I I would actually get more from them than the head coach. Do Do you go that route in preparing?
4: I talk to the coordinators. I talk to the position coaches. Uh I talked to the secretaries. I talked to uh, you know, that's it. you know what a great deal. I did a game one day years ago, I did a CBS game uh, with Al McGuire. Um, there was a I, I forget all the exact uh, details, but uh, Jim Nance had gotten ill. He was supposed to do a game. They pulled Brando, Tim Brando, in to do that game, and they brought me in to do the game that uh, Brando was supposed to do. It was Georgia and South Carolina in uh, SEC men's basketball. And uh, we get to the shoot-around on the morning of the uh, game, myself and, and, and Coach McGuire, And he basically spent his entire time talking to the trainers, to the managers. He said, that's where you get your information. He said, coaches tend not to give out all the info. And I found that to be the case in some regards. Now. I mean, if I need something, I can get it. but yeah, I found it very interesting that he uh, he, he got his information from the managers and the and the trainers of uh, the basketball team that day.
2: for those who don 't know, Al McGuire was one of the most unique individuals. He coached at Marquette, won a championship. And he was just different. He was on that great broadcasting team with Billy Packer and Dick Enberg to do college basketball. In all your years, have I, I can you compare anybody you've worked with to Al McGuire or can you put others in that same class?
4: Well, maybe Kenny Stabler to some degree. Uh, You know, Snake was a little bit uh, different, but he was well-prepared. The thing I found interesting is that, uh, you know, Al McGuire, like you just mentioned, the guys he worked with, he worked with Tim Ryan at that point. He worked with Tim Brando. And then he's working with me this one Saturday at Stegeman Coliseum. And he could remember the fact that, that I had three letters in my first name. But he knew it wasn't Tim. And he had worked with so many Tims. So he writes down on a piece of paper in front of him before the game, Eli, E-L-I. And he puts it right there so he has it as an easy reference. Well, lo and behold, later in the day, I forget what the circumstance was. Something happened. And then we turned it back to the studio. Michelle Tofoya was working the studio that day for CBS. And um, she tosses it back, and he couldn't find the piece of paper with my name on it. It was there, but it had gotten, you know, shoved underneath other pieces of paper and box scores and what have you as the uh, day went along. And uh, he knew that it wasn't Tim, but he couldn't remember my name for the life of him. So he called me Pal. (laughs) And and that was the three-letter name. And for the rest of that broadcast, I was, you know, pal. Let me tell you this, that, and the other. It was, it was, it was humorous. I found it to be kind of, you know, worthy of a chuckle.
2: He he was so funny and so <laughs> unique. Eli, did you ever work with a uh, individual? And you ever get frustrated with your uh, colleague working with you, or you know, something they said, or you know, not
4: off- really, not really. Uh, you know, I also, you know, I worked with really good, first-class, knowledgeable people, and you know, I had no right to be upset or ticked off at anything that those people said. I mean, I'm merely a describer, as I've you've heard me talk about that in the past. I'm a professional describer. So, no, I didn't. Uh, you know, everybody was a little bit different, certainly. None of us are the same. But, no, I, I never really got frustrated, uh, not, not, not at all.
2: Hey, tell me, how's your recovery going along? Everything running uh, like you hoped it would, so to get ready for the football season?
4: It's coming along, slowly but surely. You know, it's, uh, hey, it's, uh, it's, you know, cancer is not something to, to take lightly and uh, you know the chemotherapy will knock the knock the living crap out of you sometimes but uh yeah i'm doing okay i'm you know everybody's doing well i have uh, a pet scan p-e-t a pet scan coming up in about uh, six weeks and that will allow them to take one last look uh, and make sure everything is good and uh, Lord willing, uh, I'll, I'll get the clearance for uh, you know that uh, everything is good and I'm I'm ready to go.
2: I don't know if you could put a percentage on this, but when you work with Kenny Stabler, more times than not, he would try to call the play before it happened. Any any yeah. any thoughts on like was he right? Fifty percent of the time, sixty percent of the time? Any? Oh,
4: he was right more than more than fifty. That's for sure. You know, you know who does that is is Tony Romo working with uh, Jim Nance, he does a lot of that, uh, you know, well, this would be a perfect place to use such and such and such and such. <laughs> Kenny was Kenny was a genius. He was a football genius. <laughs> now, to say that he did everything right, wrong, and different, that's not uh, for this conversation. <laughs> but as far as... Learning the plays, writing them down, remembering something that happened in the first quarter, and we're in the fourth quarter. You know, he was really good at that, and it was a, it was a pleasure working with Snake. It really was.
2: Eli, let me tell you what happened here yesterday at WNSP. Dex Imaging, Dex Imaging installed two new machines here for us.
1: And they, look, they didn't just bring. They didn't just have one guy rolling here. They had like two, two guys per machine working simultaneously. To say it was efficient would be an understatement.
4: Hey, guys, that's what I've been telling you about Dex for all along. You know, whether you need something done here at the house where my office is, you know, when I had work done, there's always one or two guys coming in. You need something taken care of. You need to get new ink. You've run out of black toner or blue or whatever it is. It's there the next day, delivered, you know, right to your front door. And you don't have to be WNSP. You don't have to be Eli Gold. You can be anybody, big business, small business, no business. You just want to have a copier at the house, you know, they'll take great care of you. So listen to what the guys tell you. Listen to what I tell you. You're not going to do better when it comes to business copiers, scanners, machines of that nature than DEX imaging, D-E-X that's DexImaging.com.
1: Hey, you sound great, Eli. We appreciate the time, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again real soon.
4: And uh, tell your next guest I said hello.
1: Will do. Sounds good. All right. All right. Bye-bye. That's Eli Gold, the voice of the Crimson Tide. David McCurry of LC Motor Motorcars will be really <laughs> Tell excited. Tell him hello again. Yeah. Yeah. Eli I was the
2: same thing. <laughs> Tell David hello Yeah, yeah uh,
1: Kevin Steele, uh, he was talking about, obviously, will join us at 8 o'clock. Ian Thompson on the NBA at 8.30. We've got some Chick-fil-A we got to give away still as well. And, of course, uh, your phone calls at 694-1055. We've been talking about the over-unders for the regular season for the upcoming season. And, of course, Bo Jackson has a little bit of a medical issue here. He's had hiccups, guys, for a year, he says. And he's tried everything water, trying to get, try to be. How would you like try to scare Bo Jackson? I'd be so scared that he'd get like reactionary and, and lash out. But he's tried being scared. He's tried water. He said he even tried smelling a porcupine's ass. That's a direct quote. You heard it earlier today. I didn't know that was such a thing. Nick did some research on
3: remedies for hiccups. Do you want to share what you found? Um, sure. You can uh get a rectal massage. That is true. I confirm that it. I, I don't. There oh. Oh. is that. What you and Lee were doing when I went to the bathroom? Confirming, <laughs> confirming that. <laughs> yes. We 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 just don't let you say anything on this show. We have to
1: we have to confirm it. Right. We're very thorough. Not as thorough as that massage. Everything
3: we say on the show (laughs) is backed by (laughs) science.
1: (laughs) We're still trying to confirm the whole Bo Jackson porcupine thing. I can't find anything on that. But the...
3: the the It was like a doctor just pranking him. It's a... or
1: uh, That seems like like an awfully... Try it. Yeah. But that's awfully... That's a very specific massage, too. Like, does one go to school for such a massage? Is that like a... Is can you minor in that type of massage if you're going to major in m- ma- masochery?
3: <laughs> I don't know if I don't think that they I don't think I don't I don't think you can. Yeah. I think that's probably just one of the courses you take. Yeah. for your main uh coursework. Does it come with a lab? It probably comes with a lab. Probably got to take a lab <laughs> with that. I don't know. When I was at EMT, man, they were supposed to let like the other guys like test put in the IVs. In your arm, I never uh, liked doing that. Being because the test subject or doing or being the m- test subject for a grade, you had to like subject yourself to these other dimwits that that don't know what they're doing. Well, imagine what they felt about you. Oh no, I was I was a pro. Yeah,
1: was being the past tense.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, n- don't let me put an IV in you now. Yeah, I'll probably give you like a pulmonary embolism or something. All right, uh, here we go.
1: Uh, in the app, love the fact that you guys have Eli go on weekly again each week. You can hear he has more energy and coming through a lot more. Clearly can't wait uh, hearing him back with the team this year. He does. He sounds a lot better. He sounds like he's getting better. Um, there's no question if you saw the video of him ringing the, the, the cancer bell, at chemo it certainly uh, done a number on Eli. But he sounds great, so we're excited to have him back. All right, so we're going to come back. Dave McCrary, LCM will join us. Kevin Steele at 8 o'clock. Continue with your comments in the app at WNSP.com. Bye. And, of course, we need all you medical experts out there. What's the best way to get rid of hiccups? Apparently, uh, Bo is all too familiar. Could you imagine a year?
2: Mm. Are we talking about every day, once a week? That's what I can't figure out. When you say you got hiccups
1: for a year, I'd say it's nonstop every day.
3: Right. You're, you're not buying you Hiccup in that quote, in that video clip we played. I thought Eli Hiccup, that's what kind of, uh, it's a good point. Maybe it comes and goes. See, I hate getting the Hiccups, and that's why I'm kind of like scared to talk about it, because I feel like I'm jinxing it, and then I'm going to get up. Uh, how can you get Hiccups?
1: I'm going to do that research and give Triple G Hiccups. Stay with us. <laughs> Hi, this is Monty
6: Burke, author of Saban, The Making of a Coach. You're listening to WNSP Sports Radio 105.5 FM.
0: The opening kickoff continues on WNSP, and it's time to highlight the cars of the week with David McCrary at LCM Motor Cars in Theodore hey it's david
1: mccurry lcm motorcars lcm joins us here on wnsp and we often talk about all the different inventory available at lcm motorcars but there's some really good rates out there right now david
6: there are mark there are mark we've got some the interest rates that you keep hearing about on the news and everything else mortgages and whatnot they really haven't affected our credit unions around town the rates are still really good uh on older cars and newer cars. Uh but the biggest deal with our finance and I don't think a lot of people realize this, good credit, bad credit, other, it doesn't matter. We have a minimum income of seven hundred and fifty dollars a month. And we can get some folks done with no money down. I mean in some of the secondary companies, people with bad credit, the minimum down payment with them is five hundred dollars. So there's no reason to be sitting around waiting and needing a car. Come see us, let us see
1: if we can help. You. And I, and I, I mention this a lot, but when you go to LCM Motor Cars, you're kind of a one-stop shop, man. You can get it all done right there on the property.
6: It makes it easier for everybody involved, us as well. I mean, we don't have to send you out to your bank with a bill of sale and, you know, hope you come back. We can do everything, facilitate everything right there to, to that dealership.
1: Well, we encourage everybody to check out the inventory. It's always evolving right there on your website at com. But tell everybody wh- uh, where you're located and when's the best time to come see you.
6: We're at Highway 90 in Plantation in Theodore. It's one mile south of I-10, exit 15A. You can give us a call at 251-375-0068. Or go to the website lcmmotorcars.com.
1: Hey David, thank you so much man. We appreciate everything you do and we'll be in touch. Have a good week. That's uh Dave McCrary, LCM Motorcars, lcmmotorcars.com. Go out there and check it out. I've been out there a number of times. They got a great setup out there uh, and tons of uh different options for you. And if they if you don't if you don't if they don't have what you're looking for, uh do tell them. Tell them what you're looking for and they can go out and they have the ability to go out and find what you need. Uh it's it's a pretty cool setup. I've seen it in action. Uh, It's pretty impressive stuff.
2: Joey, congratulations. We did get a winner for the Jag tickets. Uh, The answer was Josh Touchstone, who played at Mary G. Montgomery, had a 31-game hitting streak in his great career with uh, South Alabama. Mark, uh, I don't know if you've mentioned this one. You may have. Monday Night Football, Buffalo, and the Jets, and Aaron Rodgers to kick off Monday Night Football.
1: Yeah, so we mentioned uh, that the Chiefs' lines will open the season on Thursday, September 7th in kansas city uh december 25th the christmas game uh raiders chiefs will be nickelodeon and yes that came out just a few minutes ago that josh allen and aaron Rodgers will battle in the season opening monday night game bills versus
2: jets uh that'll be september 11th two days to release their schedule (laughs) why the nfl really has quite a pr machine don't they and they have so many networks involved in doing this uh, kudos to them they know how to they know how to hog the publicity that's for sure no question about it uh you want to do another over under sec you got time for that do i have time
3: man you're, it's your show i'm just along for the ride the like, one lsu i'm just tr- i'm running behind the car trying to keep up
2: we L- left we left him on purpose right <laughs> yeah.
3: like stop the bus stop the bus
2: <laughs> lsu nine and a half i'm tempted to go over I just – Hawk. I mean, uh, Kelly's uh, first year went well. Here's the here's the deal. Their first game, I think, is Florida State, right? Yeah. Boy, if they get past that one – remember last year, Florida State came from behind. I think they won that game. It was, a, it was not a well-played game, but it was an exciting game, finish anyway. If LSU wins that game, I think they get to 10 wins this year. I'm doing the quick math. Yeah. It's they're nine and a half. Yeah, nine and a half. So I'm I'm gonna go over if they win that they're definitely over. No, oh yeah, they're definitely. Uh,
1: but I think they might be a. I think they might be a slight underdog in that game. That one's in Orlando at Camping World Stadium. I think I don't because they then they roll in. They got Grambling, Mississippi State, and Arkansas and Ole Miss. So I think potentially they win those three games. Then you have Missouri, and that's four. They're going to be favored in Baton Rouge against Auburn, that's five. You beat Army, that's six. You get Alabama at Alabama, might be tough to pull off. And then Florida and
2: Georgia State. That Florida State game is it. They beat Florida State with what you just told me. They're playing Grambling.
1: Yeah. I'll uh
2: I'll go over. I'll go over with uh with Brian Kelly and the boys in Baton Rouge. He's got a returning quarterback in Jaden Daniels. He's got a very good backup yeah. in Nussmeier. If you look at the quarterback position, they probably have the most experienced quarterback of any SEC school, and I'm talking about the starter and the backup. And you got to figure Jaden Daniels uh, probably going to be a little bit better than he was last year. So, you know, he came in there, and there were so many changes going on, and he still had a great season last year in his very first year. I I think uh, based on his track record, Mark, he gets to at least 10 wins, if not more.
1: I was uh, accused of really hating Alabama earlier this morning. I, and someone said he hopes uh, I get a rectal infection next time I have hiccups because I said, Al, I picked the under on Alabama. But give me a good reason why I should go over at this point. And we talk like we've we've already broken it down. Right. There's there's. We have no idea who's playing quarterback. Well, we have a pretty good idea now. That the trend, But we have no idea what that's going to look like. you got two d- new coordinators. And I-, I thought, Nick, I thought you brought up a great point, which is this is, I don't know if you used the exact words, but this is the worst the quarterback room has looked in the last five or six years.
2: Well, the two, you know, and he mentioned. And he's got a really difficult schedule. He does. I just. I look at the intangibles, though, I, and and maybe that's not the best way to go in this. Because look, it's May. Who cares? I mean, w- w- what difference does it make? We may change our mind. We when care. We that's get why we're it. talking
3: about it. No, yeah, we. We're when in we right get right to now.
2: August, I could change my mind and say maybe it's going to be under. But I'm going to go over. I look at the intangibles. See, Nick Nick hasn't been to any of these big events now because he's plotting. He's getting his team ready. He's it, wa- He's looking he's at film. He's, he's breaking He's it gone. Down. He's gone. Darkness on us. He's yep. going to the dark end. And he's coming up with things that are going to make this a very successful season. People, mm. you don't even know what he's thinking about now. Wow. Yeah. I like he's gone I to the. D- he he's like up on he has, has gone to where Aaron to Aaron Rodgers. He went to Aaron Rodgers' uh, place where Oregon or wherever he went. Because he hasn't been to like the, uh, the, the golf tournament. He's not coming to Team Focus next week. So he says, okay, people, you want to gang up on me? You don't think I can do it anymore? I'll show you. All right. Okay. Meanwhile... Where'd you have Georgia? Over or under? I, well, I don't think they're going to go undefeated, but it's tough to pick a team to go undefeated, so I said under because it's 11 and either, they are either undefeated or they're not. So who do you, who do you think that they would lose to? I, I don't even have any idea. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. They don't have an experienced quarterback either in Carson Beck. He hasn't really played hardly at all, if at all. I don't even know if he got in much last year to replace Bennett, you know, in mop-up duty, so... I just—it's not that I—they're I, going to be really, really good, and they'll probably be in the Final Four, but I just—I'm not looking at a, uh, a 12-0 season. They just lost— they What about the so many...
1: intangibles for Georgia?
2: What are they? Well, you got Kirby Smart, the winner of two
1: straight. Yeah. He's loaded with talent. His recruiting classes have been uh, uh, amazing. And hes he's got a really easy schedule. Yeah, but year. here's the deal. who repeats? I mean, that doesn't happen at all. Right? Okay,
2: so— they start with uh UT Martin, Ball State. Do you know who coaches them? I don't. The quarterback for Alabama, I believe his father is the coach for UT Martin. Which quarterback? Simpson. Oh. Uh
1: so UT Martin, Ball State, South Carolina, UAB, Auburn, Kentucky, <laughs> Vanderbilt, Florida, Missouri, Ole Miss. Tennessee, Georgia Tech. Uh, look, I that's a twelve and 0
2: season. I'm just. It's sad that they have a, a schedule. Pick that me. Pick easy. one of
3: those that that they
2: lose to. You could only Tennessee be, Tennessee. Would be the only one that can think of right now.
1: But you wouldn't put money on that. I don't put money on anything. I know hypothetically. Hypothetically, got coupons yeah. and gift cards. Yeah, that yeah. Game, would you, you put a the uh, the Tennessee game? Yeah,
2: that's in Knoxville. Yeah, that'd be the that'd be probably if I looked it over, it'd be the game that of concern. But if it. Would I put money on it?
1: I know you wouldn't put money. Would you put your, your Chick fil A gift card on it for and some Tennessee
3: ja- to win? And some Jag I mean, you got to think of it like this, though. It's like, what, 50 50 odds that Georgia goes undefeated? And we're all agreeing that the only team that could maybe possibly beat them is Tennessee. So technically, it's like if you put the bet now, that's the only game you have to worry about, right? If you played the game, bet your life. And if you're right. You'll be here tomorrow, and if you're not, well, you
1: won't be. Like who who are you picking? Tennis sync. Dang. <laughs> That's just to prove a proof point, though. He don't believe that. He doesn't believe it. Alright, uh, Kevin Steele, the Alabama defense coordinator, joins us next right here on the sports station. WNSP and WNSP.com. Stay with us.
0: the country's first FM all-sports radio station, 105.5 FM WNSP and WNSP.com. The latest sports, news, traffic, weather, and timely guests with Mark Heim and Lee Shermanian. The opening kickoff, kickoff, kickoff. Here are Mark and Lee. All right, 8.04, hour
1: number three, the opening kickoff, Mark and Lee. Triple G right here on the Sports Station. Stay with us. Uh, we appreciate you making us part of your morning. We're here till 9.
2: Some of the uh, headlines we've been talking about. Bob Huggins, still the head coach at West Virginia, despite the uh, anti-gay slurs that he uttered on a Cincinnati radio talk show uh, earlier this week in Cincinnati. Uh, he has been fine, though. He's going to actually get a reduction in the salary of from about four million down to three million i could live on three million i don't know about you but i i I certainly could um also a reportedly a three-game suspension and sensitivity training and then apparently there's been some talk that he's now on what they call zero tolerance remember the coach one year was on zero tolerance how long did that last not very long for bobby not at all uh, in the NBA, obviously, Laker fans were very much concerned with Anthony Davis left the uh, game in a wheelchair after getting clobbered in the head by an elbow. Apparently, according to reports, and I don't know how accurate everything is right now, but that he did not suffer a concussion, which is good news, and obviously they're hoping he'll play in Game 6 tomorrow night against Golden State. Golden State extends the series to at least a 6 game with a victory last night, as the Knicks did with the Heat and that will be also played uh, tomorrow night. And uh, Alabama Athletic Director Greg Byrne, he did talk to the media yesterday, Mark, but nothing he said really changed anything about the gambling scandal at all. He just said, to my knowledge, to his knowledge, no players were involved.
1: Uh, We talked to Paul Feinbaum earlier today. He talked to Greg Byrne. He's known Greg Byrne a long time, said it's just just not the same Greg Byrne. It's been a tough six, eight months there in Tuscaloosa and it certainly is taken its toll. He was clearly reading from a script or talking points uh, and just wasn't really the open and chatty guy uh, he has been in the past, which, quite frankly, um, is not all that surprising. Interesting about the Bob Huggins thing, you were
2: reading about uh, there was a podcaster that you said got fired yes, for— Yes, I, I just happened to check out the New York Post to see what kind of crazy stuff they have, and a podcaster covering the Big 12— This is how it's written, is paying the price for the handling of Bob Huggins. Now, Huggins still keeps his job, but this guy named Josh Neighbors, the host of Locked On Big 12 Podcast, says he chose to air Huggins' comments uncensored during an instant reaction version of the show and announced on Twitter, that's why I didn't see it, that the decision cost him his job.
1: Do you think that's a fireable, fireable offense? Cause, cause here's, and this is why I ask. I think Huggins is more a fireable sure. offense than that. But isn't it kind of the car wreck that everybody kind of slows down to see? Like we talk about how it's in poor taste, but at the same time, people are going to want to hear it, even if it enrages them. Like people want to hear what actually gets said.
2: For sure. That's why
1: I'm wondering why it's, especially if it's, if it's, if it's live and it's immediate reaction. I don't know. I, I
2: find that—I I just find it this, interesting This guy, too, is not a— And ro- it's a podcast. It's yeah, not like a radio show. Exactly. Shows, it's not
1: the same rules. Yeah,
2: he's not a rookie in this, Mark. He's had over 600 episodes of this podcast. It was founded by the voice of the Utah Jazz. But uh, the company he works for said they chose not to budge on it. Zero tolerance policy for hate speech. Yeah. So he— he takes a licking while the other guy keeps ticking.
1: Oh, look at you. That's like the old... uh yeah, was what that, was that? Was that Rolex or Timex? Yeah, well, and I... It, don't, was I don't
2: ask me where this came from. That, was,
1: just, a, that was a watch uh, advertising slogan. Uh, or Seiko, what was it? Keeps a
2: licking and keeps on ticking? It was a watch. I don't remember which one. I'm, I'm a, By the way, we apologize. We have been... Timex. Timex. We have been talking about having Kevin Steele on, and we have tried, and so far, no success. No success. We'll we'll, we'll keep trying.
1: Man, you know you got a good advertising slogan when people
2: are are, are quoting
1: it years, decades after it was in its heyday.
2: I've I've had rarely—look, I know you're probably more into podcasts than I am. I know, obviously, Nick is, but— Obviously. I mean, look at him. Well, I've been on him, but I— I don't know anything. About How I many mean, have you been are on? Are they censored? How many have you been on? I think two. Wow. Two. That's it. And I don't know where they went. I have no idea. I didn't listen to them. <laughs> Somebody said they're doing a podcast. You know, the first time I really got winded, I was in Atlanta at Marietta Square, and I saw two people sitting on a bench just talking. And I said, I wonder what they're doing, because they had kind of a camera out there. This is before I knew anything about podcasts. And they were filming a podcast. Good story. By the way, uh, Kevin Steele is one of the guest speakers at Team Focus. Nick was telling me that t- today on the afternoon show that John Harbaugh, who is one of the featured speaker, is going to be on the show this afternoon, the uh, Baltimore Ravens head coach. I'm going to grill him. Well, there's really – you know, if you, you, remember, him, you remember when he was on the morning show that Lamar Jackson was still a, an issue – and, of course, he was confident that everything would work its way out, and it did. You know, Lamar Jackson is signed, and he's going to be playing for the Ravens. And even Jackson came back later on and said, look, I just used all that as a ploy to get a contract. But here's the deal. This guy doesn't have an agent. He did his his mom.
1: That's the question you have to ask. Is, already, it, I, is, is it easier or more difficult to work with family uh, representing – uh, as agents, as opposed to uh, like legit agents, and we're sitting here talking about advertising slogans. Does Lamar and Mom get into the Campbell's Chunky Soup campaign?
3: Yeah, those are bring the best back? commercials. I'm definitely gonna ask him if he's thinking about firing his agent and hiring his mom on for his next contract negotiation. I think I think that's a I think that's a fair question. I think that's I think that's fair. I'm gonna ask all the questions, all the questions that you think Nick Wiggins would ask a high profile guy. I'm gonna ask him. Yeah, so be ready for that. Corey, you too. <laughs> Someone in the app, great new segment, best slogans. Yeah, hit hit me up with some of the best slogans.
1: Takes a I'm lick and keeps it. on ticking. I'm loving it. was that Classic McDonald's, yeah. Pizza, pizza.
2: <laughs> Dude, I used to say that all the time. Uh, <laughs> Have it your way. Too bad you guys weren't around the other day. My wife threw a party. We had pizza, and we had one that nobody even touched. We had an entire Supreme left over. Hmm. I just took it to a neighbor's house. You because we were talking about
1: slogans, they just you just threw that one out it there. It was a little Caesar's pizza.
2: It was a Papa John's supreme. Ah. I th- mm. I said I uh, nobody touched it. We
3: have the meats. That's a good one.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. We are farmers. <laughs> now, bong let bong me ask <laughs> you, would you have would you what if I had brought that <laughs> into work the next day, would either of you
3: I'm not a supreme guy, but uh, maybe, yeah. But I mean, this, I mean this, I'm this it would have been that's a, the only pizza I eat. is supreme. I need vegetables on there. Ugh. Even yeah. though it was a f- Ugh, obviously a n- it wasn't hot. I mean, it was
1: just—I'm not a big cold pizza guy, but people are. I don't—I I don't hate on people that. Well, like we have cold a micro—don't
2: we have a microwave here? <laughs> yes. Does it work? <laughs> Does, it a work? <laughs> Does it work? Does it work?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it heats up the food. I'm not a microwave pizza guy though. I'll, I'll take the extra five or ten minutes and have it uh, in the oven.
3: I figure if mm. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it right. I've seen people putting their putting their pizzas in the air fryer. I have not seen that. Have not witnessed that. You can put anything in an air fryer. You asked for it. You got it. Toyota. I remember that one. That was well played right there. I used to like uh like a good neighbor. State Farm is there, and then yeah. they'd like pop up like magic. Yeah. What's yeah. our slogan here? We need a slogan, like a little jingle. Yeah. Well, I wonder if if, if you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We need, a sl- we need a slogan, Lee. We need slogan, people. W-N-S-P. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Built
1: by Bama, someone put in the app as a slogan. Built by Bama? Not ours, but Alabama's is built by Bama. Oh. It's actually pretty good. No, I thought there was this Roll Tide. Well, yeah, I mean, they're but from a marketing standpoint, somebody in the app, like a rock Chevrolet. Yeah, I remember that one. Head, how, how about head for the mountains of bush beer? Ain't nothing. <laughs> no. <laughs> you guys in the app remember that one?
3: Built for tough. Yeah, I know that that one's good. What about the whole Hemi thing? Or well, what about fifteen minutes could save you save you fifteen percent or more on car insurance? It's good. I think that one's a little wordy. I think but it's a little wordy. I remembered it. You do I said it word for word. Yeah,
1: no. It's a it's it's a it's a fine slogan. Um now I'm trying to think of some other what are some other good slogans out there?
3: Uh what's did we do Arby's already?
1: Yeah. We have the meats. Just do it. Yeah. Oh Here's yeah. to good oh, friends. See. Low and brow beer. See, Got I like meals that you can sing. A little jingles. Yeah. You see, like we a need jingles. a jingle, Lee. We need a jingle for WNSP. Work on it today. You know what? Not even WNSP, just the opening kickoff
3: needs to be something snappy. Well, do so is our jingle because see some jingles it's just like saying the name of the company to rhythm. Yeah, and in some jingles it's like their little like catchphrase. Yeah, because look, if we come up with it, I'll get up in the system and I'll spam that thing everywhere. Yeah, but it's got to be good. It's got to be iconic. Yeah, do you want it jingly or do you want it like?
1: I like the snap. No,
2: I like the snappy part. You put that's. Especially at six in the morning, you want something snappy. You don't, no, you don't want something intimidating. Hey, something hey. snappy. Yeah, W N S P. People are just getting <laughs> up. People are just getting up. Give them something snappy. I didn't know if you wanted to go like all James Earl Jones and be like, uh, that's more afternoons. W. No, you see,
3: that's,
1: that's the, the thing. Afternoon. We the morning. That's where the energy comes from. You want to start the day off right. Get in the, the right. good
2: people in a good mood. Another
1: slogan. We get more done before most people. D- what is it? The Army? The military? We get more done before sunup than most people do
3: all day or something like that? America runs on Duncan. <laughs> I think maybe that's what you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did the, what's up?
1: That was a good one. What was that for? That was uh, Bud Light. Oh. Uh, y- you I need to was Google. a scary
3: movie. That was a uh, a scary movie parodying the commercial. Yes. I see. That was a little bit before your time. A little bit. And then the, uh, well,
1: uh, Miller Lite, Uh, less filling tastes great. That went for years. The Budweiser frogs were good, too. Insurance companies seem to have cornered the market on a lot of those now. They're doing pretty good.
3: Yeah. And Doug. Oh, yeah. I hate those Uh, commercials. When you when you need a low rate, you can get on time. Go to the wait. How's it going? Go to the general on, and save some time. Shaq Yeah, shack and that little CGI. Yeah.
1: Oh, the Pepto Bismol song. That's pretty good. We might have to play that on the way back. Let's do this. Let's get you traffic and weather. You want to do a scoreboard, Lee? Yes. He wants to do one. He loves his scoreboard today. Today. And then uh, we got some Chick Fil A coming back, so I guess we're not doing the Pepto Bismol song. J.G. Wentworth.
3: (laughs) What about, uh, I have a structured settlement and I need cash. Oh, that is J.G. Wentworth. Yeah. (laughs) Good stuff, folks. All right. See, we need something like that for
1: us, man. See, here it is. I think we we do more before 6 a.m. than most people do all day. Yes, that's the military. That's us. We do more by 9 a.m. We could just take theirs.
3: Just flip that six around.
1: That's right. (laughs) Turn that frown upside down. Toys R Us. Is that what they were? Yeah. I don't want to grow up. I want to be a Toys R Us
3: kid. Oh, yeah. That's right.
1: All right. Stay with us. Plenty left. It's the opening kickoff.
8: My name is Sherman Williams, former running back for the University of Alabama and the Dallas Cowboys. And I wake up each morning listening to WMSP
0: 105.5. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I could eat there seven times a day. Where the people F and children play. Oh, I'm in love with Chick-fil-A. <laughs> All right, here's your
1: chance at uh, Chick-fil-A. By the way, do you know, you remember Seagram's Wine Coolers? Bruce Willis used to sing a jingle to that. Nick probably doesn't remember. Well, I've, but h-
2: I've had some of those. Oh, you're a wine cooler guy. I was guy. a wine cooler guy, yes, Seagram's. I don't remember the catchphrase. What was it?
1: I used to do this whole harmonica thing. he goes, go, Seagram's Golden Wine Coolers. That's
2: not the reason I drank it. Would
1: you do pound two or three at a time?
2: I would say one was probably my limit. You just kind of nurse it through yeah, the night. Yeah, kind of nurse it. You're right.
1: You know, you you're on a budget. Probably get a little buzz from it. Didn't want to. Didn't want to. do to overdo back. it.
2: I understand. I understand.
3: You you you're a lightweight Lee?
2: Yes. How, yeah.
3: how how many drinks until you're like, whoa, out of it? Well, all I do is drink water. You mean now? How many wine coolers till you're blowing over .08? <laughs> You
2: working for the uh, police department here?
3: So basically, Lee at this point could just smell alcohol and pass
1: out, right?
2: <laughs> uh, I get up too early in the morning to uh, drink too much. Did mars. you ever get, ever,
1: did you ever, like, in college get so, like,
2: Maybe once pass or twice. out drunk? No. Like, never, never. Blackout. I can't, never. I, n- I never did, I never got blacked out. Never, blackout never, never blacked out, never passed out. Nick? A little over the limit, yes. Once or twice, maybe. Nick blackout drunk once or twice this week. This week, right. <laughs> He's laughing because he knows it's true. All right, what's the chick flight before we run out of time? That's going to be a tough one. If somebody comes up with this one, congratulations. To my knowledge, there's been only two baseball players that have ever gone 0 for 7 in a game. Yikes. And been the losing pitcher. So you know it went extra innings. And the answer is not Otani, okay? Babe Ruth was the first who was the second he's a position player and he's still active 0 for 7 and wound up being the losing pitcher and what happens of course you're running out of pitchers so you use a position player and this guy wound up losing the game if you know the answer good luck 694-1055
1: all right uh coming up we're gonna talk to Ian Thompson about some uh, NBA action there the uh not shocking I, I think most people
2: uh, figured the Warriors were, were going to extend that series. So, let me. This is a question I have for him, and if you want to weigh in. So, there's four series still going on, they're all three to two. Of the four series, which team do you think has the best chance of forcing a game seven? The Knicks, the Warriors, Phoenix, or the Celtics?
1: Celtics.
2: Okay. We'll Would see what I guess. We'll see what he Nick ar-
1: Nick already saying no. What do you got?
2: <laughs> Who do you
3: think? It's Golden State. I hope you're right. I don't think it is, but LeBron, he's a little beat up. He's looking a little step slow out there. What? he's the greatest the player greatest of all time. Player this is what he's built for. You can be the greatest of all time and still be battling through what a broken ankle or whatever he had <laughs> <laughs> that he didn't get the surgery on that everyone recommended. Hey, LeBron, you need surgery. Except for the one guy. By the and way, now we're out there and we're watching him. He greatest, looks like uh, the
2: greatest center ever. Out there. He only made the third team, he didn't make first or second.
3: Yeah, and here's a hot take <laughs> that I'll get more into on the afternoon show where he has free reign. That's right. I don't think LeBron should have made an All-NBA team this year. What? Yeah. Well, that is crazy talk, I, sir. I,
2: I think he should have.
3: You've been in Trevanian's wine coolers this morning. <laughs> James Harden should have been. <laughs> on.
2: Oh, that's where they went? Yeah. No, you know what he was in? Almond milk. Uh, expiration date. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah, I, I had, had, had to turn my nose up that at that. Expired month what was the expire, expiration date?
1: Uh, it was like April 6th of 2016. And he still, <laughs> he still drank it. And he's here to talk about it. Maybe that cures hiccups, Bo Jackson. Try expired milk or fake milk. All right, NBA Talk next, right here on the Sports Station WNSP.
0: on the break but they cannot close it out tonight we are headed for a game six as the Warriors beat the Lakers 121-106 in game all right
1: it's 832 welcome back in the opening kickoff Lee while we're efforting our next guest do you remember uh this is in the app Bic lighters the commercial yes. in the 70s I do when I call a chick all I do is flick <laughs> my Bic That might be – I can't think of a more 70s slogan than that. It's a good one. I don't remember that one. That one's
2: before my time. I'm not sure I remember that. It sounds good, but I do remember Bick lighters. Yeah. Okay. Um, Here we go. Yeah, we're ready to go. Ian Thompson, McGill-Tulin alum, the author of The Soul of Basketball. Hey, Ian, you know there's other LeBron books out now, right? I just picked up Jeff Benedict's book on LeBron.
7: Uh, there's tons of books. Yeah. yeah. About LeBron. I think he's doing like even turned um a book he did with Buzz Bissinger. It's going turned into some kind of a show on Showtime or something. Now Not he, when he was in high school. His high school yeah,
2: he doesn't talk uh to anybody though, does he? I mean for these books.
7: No, no. From what I understand he doesn't. He didn't with me and he hadn't with other people. I don't know about this latest one, but I doubt it. I doubt he would.
2: All right, a couple of questions have come up. Number one, four series still going on. Of the four, which team do you think has the best chance to get to a game seven? The Knicks, the Celtics, the Warriors, or the Phoenix Suns?
7: Well, the Warriors do just because this is what they do. They put they themselves in precarious positions, and they usually work themselves out of it. And, um, you know, they looked very good last night. Uh, they won in spite of Clay Thompson not playing well. Uh, you know, it's very easy to imagine Clay Thompson overcoming bad, bad shooting games and coming up big when they really need him. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say them. And then the Celtics um, are just such an up and down team and so unpredictable. You have to give them a, a coin flip chance here. To go into Philly, play well, knock down all their threes, uh, silence the crowd, and bring it back to Boston for Game Seven. But I, if I if I had to pick one team, it would be the Warriors, just because it's what they do. It's who they are.
2: And I would have picked Phoenix since they're the only one of the four that has the home game in Game Six, and this series has been predicated on home court.
7: That's that's right, and that's true, except. To me, um, Denver is the team to beat out there, and I know I'm in a minority position on that, like everybody's fixated on the Lakers and maybe even the Warriors, but uh, Denver's the one team that's just been solid. They, they've been consistent all along. They've lost some games, but I think it's been five weeks since they've been blown out in any game. When they lose, it's tight. They're, they're the steadiest team They've got arguably the best player in Jokic. Uh, Jamal Murray, their number two guy, is really looking like his old self. Um, And I just think it really means something when you give yourself a chance to win every night. You don't have these ups and downs. All these other teams have them. All these other teams, they might win one night. They might get blown out another night. Denver is the mainstay here, and I, I just think... That, that that means something at this stage of the year. And I I think Denver's going to be the team that gets through to the finals. So it wouldn't surprise me at all to see Denver break that sort of cycle of the home team winning and, and go to Phoenix and just finish
2: them off. Do you think the suits, the NBA suits, are rooting for not Denver, but like the Lakers from a rating standpoint or maybe Golden State or maybe the Celtics because of ratings? Uh, do you think that weighs into it?
7: Well, I mean, I know that they're they would the the team that's gonna hurt them the most in the ratings is gonna be Denver. Is anybody gonna tune in to watch Jokic unless you absolutely love basketball? Like I would watch that. But, you know, casual fans, uh they're much more likely to watch Curry trying to win the Swift or LeBron trying to win the Swift. I mean, those are and, and the ratings numbers prove it, that those teams, uh, I think most of the top playoff ratings games over the last decade have involved the Warriors. So, um, yeah, they they would like that. Now, are they telling the referees to call the game that way? I just think this is a $10 billion a year business, and they're not going to take that risk of, of uh, ever having that come out where they, they told the referees to do something just so they can get – an extra rating point, I, I just don't see that.
1: I don't know if Jokic can uh, can cost some more jump balls within, you know, specialized fans out there. I mean, I don't know. Ratings might go through the roof. You're right. You're right. He's
7: got to pull out that side of him. Like, yeah, yep. Yeah. No, there might might be something to that. Even then, though, man, all anybody ever wants to talk about is LeBron and the Lakers. Yeah. And um, it's going to be like the the air getting right out of the ball like one of Tom Brady's footballs or something uh,
2: <laughs> he goes out. Speaking about LeBron, in two years, do you see him playing with his son in the NBA? And if so, how would this work out? Like, what team could this possibly work out with?
7: I definitely see it happening because he wants to make it happen. And um, if a team thinks that maybe they think that the son isn't is, is a good player, not a great player, but by drafting him they can get LeBron. I mean, who wouldn't go for that? You know, even if you were just a cynical team and you just wanted the ticket sales and you wanted the money, but I think when you get LeBron you get so much more than that. He's he's Tom Brady out on the court. He organizes the team, he does all of this magical stuff. But none of us really can understand or see, but he sets them up. It's the same, same with Tom Brady. I mean, I, I remember talking to a, a, an NFL coach years ago who'd been involved in practices with Brady for like a week. And what, what's what's the, why is Brady so great? And he said it's because it's what he does before the snap. He organizes the team. He Calls the best play, he gets everybody in the right positions, play after play after play, and that is so important. And it's the same in basketball. I mean, LeBron has uh, not a, LeBron. LeBron not only organizes the team, but then he's become this inspirational figure, where like he goes to the locker room and they're all making the goat noises because, the, and, and he turns guys you never heard of into good players. Lonnie Walker Four would not be taken over in the fourth quarter for any other player, but he he wants to do it for LeBron. He doesn't want to let him down. He wants that validation. He wants LeBron to be hugging him after a game. The guy, Rui, the the Wizards trade from Japan, um, he turns into a a terrific player as soon as he starts playing with LeBron. When I was doing my book um, about LeBron um, years ago, Larry Bird was running the Pacers, and I he told me a story. He said his assistant general manager of the Pacers wanted to trade for this guy JJ Hickson or some other guy to play with LeBron and Larry said, "We're not trading for anybody to play with LeBron because he makes them look better than they really are. So you get you get that guy on your team and he's no good, but he's great with LeBron. That's that's just a huge difference maker and so could I see? Could I see this working out for Bronny and LeBron playing together? Absolutely, because some team knows it would mean they'd have a chance to get LeBron James, even if for only one year.
2: That's a good story. I got to ask you, since you brought up Larry Bird, how come he never wound up coming back to coach or run the Celtics? He
7: didn't want to do that. He he was interested in trying to be an owner of the Celtics, like lead an ownership group but the price went too high. Um, but he wanted to do that, but he never wanted to come back to Boston and be the coach because coaches get fired and or the general manager because general managers get fired. He never, that was like his relationship with the city of Boston is a sacred thing to him, and he didn't want to tarnish it. Uh, he didn't want, he, he wanted the memories to stay intact, and um, I thought that was a very, very cool thing by him.
2: Ian, by the way, lives up in the uh, Boston area and works up there now and has been there a long time. What would be more devastating to Boston fans, how the Bruins went out or if the Celtics get eliminated tonight?
7: You know, it's two different audiences. It, it's uh, the Bruins, <clears throat> The Bruins fans are beer drinkers. And uh, the Celtics fans, there's a lot of that, too. I mean, you can hear it during the playoffs. You can hear the roar. It's a different kind of roar in Philadelphia and Boston, New York, than it is in other places. uh, There's alcohol laced into the roar. (laughs) It's alcohol and cigarettes laced into the roar. But nonetheless, the Bruins are are diehard beer drinkers, but the Celtics, they have that hint of, Chardonnay or Sauvignon Blanc built into them. Like uh, it's just a it's a different it's a different approach. So both will be devastating. I think I think what what it really will mean is that the two sides will be unifying. They'll both be devastated. And it means it covers the whole city. Like every everybody's gonna be bummed out. So people that didn't really care about the Bruins, they see the Celtics go down. It's got kill them and vice versa.
1: By the way, Ian, speaking of alcohol, we've we learned today that Lee was quite the wine cooler connoisseur back in the day.
7: Really? Wait, yeah. way way back what in flavor? the day.
2: Yeah, what flavor? What Lee? flavor? <laughs> I don't the I don't remember the flavor. I just remember the one after, your, after with your, mix your eighth
1: or ninth. After your eighth or ninth, man, they all taste the same. Apparently,
2: Ian.
7: How about I you? I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say when you can't remember the flavor, it means you had too, so many that you couldn't remember yeah, any Not just the flavor. Hey,
2: speaking of all the years that you covered, who was your favorite basketball coach to interview?
7: Oh, Doc Rivers, when he was uh, the coach in Boston, and there've been a lot of them. I like. I'd like of them, but. Um, uh, you know, we'd go out for dinner from time to time, and um, I, I just just learned so much from him. The thing about Doc as a coach was he would um, he was constantly looking for material. He was always trying to learn. I'm sure it's still true. He reads a lot of books. He's looking for things that can help him motivate players. And he, and he was known he's known the NBA for giving the best pregame talks, like Rockney kind of talks, and he races civil rights into them or larger struggles in the world and tries to get the players to connect uh, uh, on a level that's deeper than basketball and to pull together is kind of like communities not just teams so like it, it was always just really interesting how he, he would have a different take on things than other coaches.
2: Did you ever go out with Popovich?
7: No but I spent uh you know, being with Sports Illustrated, it used to open doors, and and you'd always get time alone, to talk with Popovich. And for my book, um, he spoke with me for three hours, and I think it was one of the last one-on-one interviews like that he's ever given. And um, yeah, another guy, I just learned a lot from. And it was funny. In my book, you can go back and look. There's this long uh, give-and-take dialogue between this TV reporter in San Antonio and Popovich because the TV reporter in San Antonio had nominated Popovich for the Hall of Fame, and this was back in 2010. And Popovich said he wanted nothing to do with it. He didn't belong to the Hall of Fame. He's a Division Three coach. Where do you talk about the Hall of Fame? It's for other people. and He made it clear he wanted nothing to do with the Hall of Fame. But then, it's been a number of years since then, and now This year he's going into the Hall of Fame, and I I thought a lot about that passage when I saw that that he's he's kind of accepting it now that that's who he is.
2: He's supposed to be a Renaissance guy, speaks about a lot of topics. I know he's very political, uh, very much into wines and things like that. Hey, uh, speaking about the Hall of Fame, Draymond, Draymond Green, Hall of Famer or not?
7: Yes, he's definitely a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer the way all the old Celtics from the 60s are Hall of Famers. They don't win those championships without him. And, you know, Steph Curry is a point guard, but go look at the assists year after year. Who leads the uh, Warriors championship teams in assists? More often than not, it's Draymond Green. So that allows Curry to play off the ball, and Draymond leads their defense. You know, the Warriors were the first running, uh, high-scoring team to to be a top defensive team. It was always said in the NBA that you couldn't do both. And the Warriors broke through and did that. And it's all around Draymond Green, so he's definitely a Hall of Famer. And, by the way, I've been to Popovich's Vineyard in Oregon. Right. And, like, I never – and and I bought, I bought the three bottles of the cheapest wine they sold, and it was way more than I normally would, <laughs> would pay. But I figure, you know, when and wrong.
1: Great stuff, as always, man. Great great catching up with you. Enjoy the uh, NBA Plus. We'll certainly be in touch. We'll do it again soon. Thanks, guys. Take care. Thanks, Ian. That's Ian Thompson, ladies and gentlemen. All right, one final segment. Uh, You guys can jump in. Your favorite slogan. Uh, I don't know how we even got onto that. We need a a jingle or a slogan here at WNSP for sure. We're working on it. Uh, Hiccup remedies because Bo Jackson uh, even smelled the ass of a porcupine, so he says. That's a direct quote, by the way. Uh, we're, we're dealing with a lot of things today. You guys can jump in. And what I learned today, Lee had a thing for uh, wine coolers back in the day. Way back. Way back. Did you drink it straight from the bottle or you put a straw in it? What would you do? Usually in a glass. Oh, you poured it out of the bottle? For sure. Oh, it's very sophisticated of you. Right. One final segment. statement exactly. is right very here on the Sports Station WNSP. <laughs>
0: Hi, I'm former Major League Baseball player Bernie Carbo. I listen to WNSP 105.5. Love every minute of it. <laughs> no, we don't. Oh love, Chuck- well, Tell me, give me your takeaway from the game, <clears throat> Chuckster. Uh, there's nothing points in the first half. You're not <laughs> kidding. what are you doing? <laughs> I'm fixing, my feet. I'm fixing Hurt. my seat. I'm, I'm fixing that. my seat. <laughs> what is kidding? I'm fixing my seat. I did not do that.
2: 8.51. He's got a book out. He's making the rounds now on the National Talk Show. That was Kenny Smith, right? I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, he's making there. He's got a book coming out now. I'm anxious to get a hold of that. Some of his days at North Carolina. Remember this one? I uh, bet you just can't eat one. Bet you just can't eat one.
3: Oh yeah, uh, like Pringles.
1: No, that's right. once you pop, you can't stop. Right? I don't know. <laughs> Lee you know how like sometimes
3: you beat. like you get phone calls at work and yep. you just you can you're in a position where you can take them. Right. You know you'd be like, hey, I can't talk right now. And I'm, I'm doing a radio show. Yeah, that's not Lee.
1: Lee's like phones <laughs> ringing. I'm, I'm. See you. Just
3: walked right out the door. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: that's good stuff.
2: Oh uh, it, ra- but
1: the thing was, it's like it rang four times. Lay's well, potato chips. Once, maybe that's
3: what you were thinking of. Is that maybe. what that? Look here. Here's what we need to start doing. Whenever you and I want to like get in and have some fun and talk, we just need to call <laughs> call Lee from like a fake number. Crank calls go out his cell phone. Take the call, and then we just run. Or l-
1: we'll get his phone program numbers in, but we'll use, like, really big names. Oh, yeah, like, change my so name to Nick Saban. So he has to take <laughs> yeah. it. That's what
3: we're going to do. All right. Um, what, what about this one? Every kiss begins
1: with K. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That and then Rikula.
3: That's a good one. That's another good slogan. Uh, and then uh. the best part of waking up. Of course. This in your cup. We might
1: be able to use that one for WNSP. The best part of waking up.
3: What would you do for a Klondike bar? Oh,
1: I was like, (laughs) I I did not see where that one was going. Oh, in the
3: app. They're great. That's a good one. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware.
2: (laughs) 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 One that's certainly making the rounds of what's in your wallet. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. I do remember that one. By the way, I just got a call from Kevin Steele. He apologized. He was on Eastern Time, which I think threw him off, but he's going to be back with us tomorrow at 830.
1: How about that? One less guest you have to book.
2: Yeah, exactly. No, actually, if you want Are you taking the 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 under on Alabama since uh, he blew us off today? No. I... I, as a matter of fact, I already had somebody for eight thirty. He's getting bounced. What? You're bouncing a guest? I'm bouncing I a guest. I can't believe it. Yep, I'm bouncing a guest. How I about had that, that Texas Rangers catcher Heim on with us. I'm bouncing him.
1: You don't need to By know. By the way, you, you're one one Heim, Heim is, is enough. enough. It's yeah, probably too that's many. a good
2: slogan. One Heim is enough. Yeah. Hey, uh, isn't it strange we're going to be in studio tomorrow? That's the last time on a Friday. It's been oh, about 13 gosh. weeks. We're stuck with Nick again. I'm not looking forward to that.
3: They are great. <laughs> 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 They're magically delicious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm cocoa for cocoa Puffs. Man, cereal's got a, like a
3: corner. They've cornered the market Reese's on Slope. Reese's Puffs. What's the Shaq Ball a one? Flavor. What's the Shaq Ball? I don't think he has uh, one. <laughs>
1: What was the one on? What was the one you did on uh, the cigarettes? Lee? Oh
2: yeah, Winston. Winston. Tastes good like a cigarette should. Yeah. That was big back then. Obviously not now. <laughs> Do that they one, even exist?
3: That one probably didn't uh, age real well. What's the? Uh, isn't there like a little Old Spice like whistle? Oh yeah, the. um. How's it go? Um. Man, I can hear it. In my brain, you say fl- you say
1: whistle. Now I'm thinking flow ride. I can't get that. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you blow my whistle, baby. Yeah. Whistle, baby. That was a terrible whistle.
2: <laughs> do you whistle? Yeah, wh- no, I, whistle. I don't. But if you need some hearts mountain, let me know. Some what hearts mountain isn't that bird food? What do you say? Hearts mountain. Yeah, was it that bird, bird food? food f- bird food. I'm not Start familiar. Whistling. I can't whistle, so I'm not even going to go there. It's great radio.
1: (laughs) All right. In addition to
2: uh, Kevin Steele tomorrow, again for the first time, what else we got? Jim Nagy on the uh, NFL schedule. He's got to be elated over the Lions. That's his team being on uh, Thursday night to open up the season. How about that? Uh, Then we're going to have a lot of local stuff. I think uh, Baker's got a uh, scrimmage game today. We'll talk to Steve Norman. Follow up on the high school semifinals. We may have a coach who comes out of that with a win. And... I'm trying to think of some other things. I'm going to tr- You and I have been working together trying to get something on this basketball tournament Am this I, weekend,
3: guys. I'm I'm just remembering something.
2: Why are you interrupting? Because uh, Mark and I were going to do something on this AAU basketball tournament. No, but
3: it's kind of it's kind of important. Oh, like what? Did we not tease yesterday that today was 80s day?
2: I already I sent you a note on that because we had the audio on burn and Barkley, which you didn't run and <laughs> freeze. That because of (laughs) that, to get audio from those, it superseded playing the 80s today. Yes, you did. It's just kind of odd
3: that the the promo that ran 15 times on our station was really promoting The promo
2: also uh, ran that Kevin Steele was going to be on. So how many times is the promo actually... Stupid promo! I guess, well, yesterday it was 0% That's that's why I'm not... uh, I shouldn't be saying this. That's why I don't care for these promos, because half the time we run them... Dumb promos! Now... They're running a promo for the afternoon show, Nick, that I think you're going to be on it. What if you don't show up? Oh, I always show up, Lee. It's always tough to do a promo at 9 a.m. and hope that everything's going to click the next morning at 6 after almost a full 24 hours. Hmm. Well, normally it does. I sent you a note on that. I said, We're not running the 80s because we had Byrne and we had. Well, you didn't run Barkley, did you? I don't think you did. Yeah, I just played Charles Barkley. But I'm talking about his press conference. I thought it was, they asked him when he came out with the statement about Alabama's basketball program, like being number one, and Alabama incorporated that into their promo to get his response to that. He said, Look, he said, whatever I say is out there. If they want to do it, so be it. He also said he was wrong. True. He did say that. <laughs> he said it didn't work out that way, did it?
3: All right. So, well, that does it for another edition. What's the theme for tomorrow? That we have a 20% chance of maybe following through and doing. Theme is our. is no theme.
1: We just fly by the seat of our pants. That's what makes us us. Maybe we'll have a jingle,
3: a WNSP jingle. Maybe. I'm not going to guarantee that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dan Patrick Show is
1: next for uh, Triple G and Lee. Um, I'm me. Hey, that runs. And this is WNSP. See ya!